This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. All you have to do, dial in toll-free. Our number here is 855-450-FREE. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. That number again, 1-855-450-3733. Of course, you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that uh, you'll find on our site. They are completely free. Now, once again, that's freetalklive.com. Unlike those other talk show hosts, our website we give away, they charge you for it. In fact, you'll probably find that we give you more on our website than they will charge you for on those other guys' sites. But see for yourself, freetalklive.com. Of course, we'll take your calls about anything, but obviously, you know, this was like a big week for the presidential candidates as they had themselves a debate. The debate had half as many viewers as the Super Bowl. It was an incredibly watched uh, event. Oh, was that a, is that a lot? Of, I guess that's a lot. Is it more than the average presidential debate? Or I, something? D- I don't know that. Uh, you know, on the I haven't ranked the presidential debates, but I suspect it'll be more than um, than the rest of them coming down the line because fewer people will fall for the the gullibility test um, as far as going and listening to these people lie to you. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say that's a lot of listeners. There, there sure do seem to be a lot of people who are falling for it, though. I mean, and, and that's one of it's, the most frustrating well, things. The country's in desperate straits. And so these are your two fall choices. for the same old scam over and over again. These are your two again. choices as they're presented by the mainstream media. Um, and presented by uh, mainstream polling uh, organizations as well. You know, if, if you get a Gary poll. Gary Johnson got polls, 10% in Ohio, I saw, in one poll. So Really? Yeah. I mean, they included could, him, huh? That's they, impressive. The, 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 there was a this group is the that libertarian called, candidate. There was a group that had called me, I forget, independent voter research or something like that. Yeah, they're independent, I'm sure. They had called me and were uh, intending to ask me some sort of questions. I... Uh, it was an actual human being who made the call, and then when I consented to the survey, they put me into an automated system. And when I went through the survey, uh, I, I didn't get very far because one of the first questions after a little bit of demo uh, demographics information was, uh, who will you be voting for in November if you've decided who will you be voting for? And that was uh, Romney, Obama, or undecided. And uh, <laughs> I pressed, I tried pressing zero to like get to an operator or something to let them know I object to this uh, qu- little quiz. And it would not let me out, so I just hung up the phone. And then they called back a couple of days later, and I said, "Hey, uh, you know, don't bother putting me in there. First of all, you already called once. Secondly, uh, I'm I can't answer your survey." And I explained to them why, and they said, "Oh, we're sorry about that." And then they disconnected the call. Right. We don't want to get your opinion, <laughs> right? Well, that's just it. So people that are of a liberty-oriented perspective have no choices in a survey like that, and so therefore, when they publish their results, it makes it look like, well, Americans are either between Obama or Romney or undecided. When in point of fact, who knows how many people listen to that, and they're like, well, where's the libertarian? Where's the green? Where where are my well, other choices? That's why they're talking up to 20% of the people are going to be walking into the polls undecided, mm. because you know they don't know. They don't have any choice. As far as the polling goes, people haven't been able to tell them what their choice is. Well, some people are very decided, whether the debate had anything to do with it or not. It's just coincidental that it happened this week. But I was uh, I had an encounter today uh, in two different ways with two different uh, political people. One, a Romney supporter called a local talk show this morning after I was on as a guest. I'm running for political office for state rep. And I you know, was on the air and advocating the ideas of liberty and volunteerism and secession and uh, fun stuff like that. And then after I got off the air in the next hour, some guy calls in to claim that he's a Ron Paul guy and a libertarian and then went on to uh, blather about how Mitt Romney's going to cut government. I... I am bewildered by this. 
I don't think this person is an actual libertarian because you'd think somebody who calls themselves a libertarian would know better, would know that Republicans are liars anytime they even hint Not at cutting every Republicans a liar, but I mean you can okay, see Ron what Paul happened. You can see what happened from 2000 to 2006 when it was all Republicans in the White House, the Senate, yeah. um, and the, the the House of Representatives exactly how much they cut government, which is a big fat, uh, you know, like negative 60%. I mean, government grew like 60% under George Bush, the largest growth of the government the world had seen uh, the united states had seen up to that point so you know small government republicans don't vote for this republican candidate for president so uh this guy was just you know talking about how great romney was and it's just absolutely ridiculous i mean this the idea this guy is going to cut anything what is the big controversy over big bird now that's the uh, the big deal yeah well like the, the tiny little bit that they would cut out of uh, right. pbs uh, but frankly i think that it's a you know it, it's a valid uh, pbs and npr these 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 uh, radio and television organizations could do just fine by themselves no they doubt about it mark but about 10 to 15 percent i think it's 7 to 13 percent of their money from the government so therefore they can just do another fund drive and they'll be fine i understand that i'm not disagreeing with you there, mm-hmm. but it's really, I think that since because people are so upset over this, like this is the controversy over the last few days, I mean, as far as what came out of that debate, Big Bird being cut or whatever, uh, that's a real point to to show that's all they got. Is that we're going to propose to uh, slash the budget for NPR? That's the big cut. That's sure. what everybody's so uh, you know. Con- that's that's what people are disagreeing about. They're not they're not talking about slashing anything that has real meaning as far as like oh I don't know the wars that are going on all around the world the, destroying innocent people's I'm lives. I'm sorry, Medicaid is funded is is way underfunded at this point. The people who are getting Medicaid generally paid about a quarter for every dollar they're getting. That is. And the idea is, is that they earned it. I'm sorry. How could you possibly earn something you paid a quarter to get a dollar on? Somebody's paying that other 75 cents, and I'll tell you who it is. It's the grandchildren of the peop- of, of you. I mean, my, my kid is going to be responsible for paying for this, assuming the government's still around, and I think that it'll probably collapse under the weight of its own debt within my lifetime. That's just a guess. So on the one hand, you've got these Republicans uh, or these supposedly liberty-oriented people claiming that uh, Romney is somehow better than uh, Barack Obama. They're both a bunch of – they're both a couple thugs. They're both uh, a couple of uh, killers, although Romney's never had the chance to order any killing uh, himself. I'm sure he would relish the opportunity. That's what Obama's had the last four years to do. And he's done uh, you know, as good a job uh, as George W. Bush did at at killing innocent people around the world. In fact, an Obama campaigner showed up at my house uh, today. And uh, I, I can tell you more about that experience here in a little bit. 855-450-FREE. We've got Shane on the line listening on the road to XM's Extreme Talk. Hey, Shane. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Taylor? what's on your mind? Well, I don't know. Uh, I've, I've called in a few times before. Uh, I'm kind of relatively new to the show uh, and, and new to the ideas of liberty. Um, traditionally, I, I, I kind of come from a conservative background. You know, I would six months ago, I would have called in and said I'm a Republican, but... Uh, Free Talk Live is, you know, kind of helped. Uh, my my views are my political views are are, are slowly evolving, and uh, you know, I'm just fed up with the Republican Party at this point. Wait a minute, um, you mean you don't believe that Mitt Romney is going to cut government to the bone in uh, Washington D.C.? Uh, Mitt Romney's a joke, man. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the the Republicans just. Uh, I don't know the the establishment. They just shoved them down our throats. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I must uh, kind of be transparent, be honest. You know, when the race first come out, 
originally I was a supporter of Herman Cain. I kind of like yep. the whole 999 issue. That you know, I really like that about him. Um, yep. he, he he when he fell out of the race because all the, the the I guess personal life issues that come out on him. Um, I thought, well, maybe Newt Gingrich, and and even now, go, looking back, I'm kind of proud I didn't I didn't vote for him, but uh, you know, I, I kind of slowly got on the, the Ron Paul bandwagon, and you know, I'm just I'm sick of where this country's at. I, I'm right on. Of, Ron Paul does it again, brings uh, yet another person on board with the ideas of freedom. I'm glad he's out there. Well, um, but kind of where I'm at now, like I said, you know, I, I have a whole lot of ideas. Was maybe you know I don't know if you guys consider yourself members of the Libertarian Party and I I guess from listening to the show maybe Ann you would kind of identify more with like a Democrat background and maybe Mark with a conservative Republican is that I don't that's what I I can see how that would come I can see how it would come off that way but actually I grew up in a Republican household although Mark I think uh, you had a a two parent household where they were split right yeah it was a split parent household but my grandmother who was probably uh, the largest influence on me uh, was kind of you know I remember her washing the dishes and us talking one time and her saying you know I think I like it when uh, when they disagree so she was talking about Reagan at the time Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the House disagreeing Tip O'Neill you know the the big disagreement she she liked that Shane if you want uh, to continue your commentary stand by we'll bring you back here in a moment 855-453 the SACL CAI toll free line although definitely now I feel more akin to more of the the left I I have to say that's how I feel 855-453 that's the SACL CAI toll free line which will lead me into uh, what happened with the Obama campaign uh, guy that stopped by the, the studios today more coming up you take control tell us your story whatever's on your mind it's free talk live Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and 2XM channels. FTL has also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free at 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. Features including our archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, no problem. Just click and download. They go back for years. You can download all the way back to late 2006. Uh, and it's all given to you for free. Go to freetalklive.com. Actually, the last seven days' worth are at the top of the page. Easy. Click on the ones you want. And then if you want more than just the last seven days' worth, if you want to go back to 2007 or whenever, you can just uh, go to our SoundCloud page. You can go to soundcloud.freetalklive.com. That'll take you right to it. Or if you're on our website already, you can just look over on the left-hand side of the page under Listen and Sh- uh, Listen and Share, and there'll be a link to the SoundCloud page there. Uh, so once again, go to freetalklive.com and grab up as many archives as you would like. The phone lines are brought to you by SACL CAI. It's a company that handles accounts receivable. And if you've got a business and accounts receivable are getting you down because they tend to, turn it over to SACL CAI. They'll uh, take care of your business in a way that respects you and your customers. It's uh, SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. SACL CAI. 
Okay, uh, we'll continue here with your calls. Shane is still with us here. He says he's relatively new to the ideas of liberty. Came from the conservative perspective. Uh, I guess he encountered the Ron Paul campaign that kind of helped bring you on board. Then all of a sudden you found Free Talk Live on uh, on XM Satellite Radio where you're listening to us on Extreme Talk. And uh, Shane, just before we went to break there, you had said that it was your analysis that uh, Mark was maybe more of the conservative upbringing and uh, mine was more liberal. But actually it wasn't quite that way. Uh, I was... In a, I was in a Republican household growing up and turned into a liberty-minded person and then started to feel more affinity with the liberal-minded folks. And Mark, uh, you're, I would say you're kind of of the more I, conservative. I'm a pretty conservative guy, and I'd say that you're just kind of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so Shane, what else yeah. did you want to share with us? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do uh, this year. You know, I'm definitely not voting for Obama or Mitt Romney. Um, I called into a local uh, talk show one morning uh, several months ago during the primaries, you know, and was just voicing my complaint with, um, you know, Mitt, you know, I was kind of, my, my whole thing at the time was, you know, Dingers uh, needs to get out of the race. You got, you got all the, you know, these, these the conservative voters being split and, and, and if he'd get out, you know, more of the votes would go something more conservative, you know, but uh, Romney's being forced in our, our throats, and I just I can't vote for Romney. You know, I said, what if all the people that always says, well, you know, if you vote for a third party, you're you're throwing your your vote away. Would just actually for one time in their life vote their conscience, and you know what would really happen? It's and a good point. That's a great point. In fact, I remember doing third-party uh, politics back uh, a decade ago with the Libertarian Party, and I heard that excuse all the time. And it's it's nonsense. It's, it's only said by people that don't understand math. Yeah, well, right, because you're throwing your vote away if you're voting for Romney or Obama, and because you know your vote just doesn't count. I think that's the best point about that. But beyond that, you're right. If you even if you vote for Gary Johnson or Jill Stein of the Green Party or somebody else, if you vote for a third party, your vote still doesn't really count in that uh, you're not going to be deciding the election. However, at least then you can walk out and and feel somewhat clean. At least you can then you know not have that aura of ugh, you just chose the lesser of two evils kind of hanging over you as you walk out of the voting precinct. Right. If if uh, Barack Obama wins New Hampshire by a hundred. Hundred thousand votes, and I voted for or against him. It doesn't, you know, if I voted for Romney or for Obama, it wouldn't matter because he would still be nine hundred ninety-nine thousand or ninety-nine thousand ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine or a hundred and one thousand or whatever. Shane, thank you for your call and thoughts tonight. I do appreciate hearing from you out there. Eight five five four fifty free. We go to Tim listening in Virginia, listening, I believe, to WNIS on the coast. There, Tim, turned out your radio. Party? Tim. What's going on? That doesn't sound like us. Turn down. Uh, it's, it's me. It's me. Tim, you got to turn it. Turn down your radio when you're uh, when you're on hold. Go ahead. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, radio's turned down. All right, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Well, yeah, I, I consider myself a liberal. All right. But in, in in the in the truest sense of the word, whatever that means. You know, I mean, somebody, you know, some may call me a libertarian, but um, I I believe in. I, I believe that the, that the government should not, uh, not anything that does not violate another person's rights should not be illegal. I agree with you. Yeah, that's what they call you know, a classic and, liberal. Um, Unfortunately, most most liberals today do not agree with you. Uh, they think yes, that I, I, I know that right. most 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 of of what conservatives would call liberal 
that 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 that's a very misplaced term, liberal. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, um, I agree with what Mark said, and that is that uh, that you would be more accurately labeled as a a, a classical liberal. Because back in the day, yeah. that's what liberal meant, and I mean way back before our time. Uh, the, the term yeah. liberal meant someone who was very laissez-faire, very hands-off. In the Jeffersonian term. Right, indeed. In the Jeffersonian. So what else did you want to share? Uh, but, but on the other hand, uh, there are some people, uh, it, like Osama bin Laden, who were not... <laughs> they're not in, in any any sense. They, they're against liberal uh, philosophy. I don't know well, what you're talking um, about. Well, okay, so uh, Osama, as I understand it, Osama bin Laden wanted people to leave them alone in the Middle East, and that's why he engaged in whatever terrorism activities that he engaged in. He just wanted to be left alone, yeah. just like most ever everyone else around the world. So, and, how you can extrapolate that he doesn't like liberalism? Why, why, why from that, the, I don't know. Wanted wanted people to be left alone, and that's why he 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 uh, uh, caused nine uh, eleven. Well, yeah, uh, so that's right. So the claim is that Osama bin Laden mastermind 9-11. And if you yes. listened to some of the uh, the things that he said when he would release his tapes and as uh, opposed to listening to what the media told you, right, as opposed to just listening to what uh, George Bush. Three thousand people. Okay, okay. Yeah, did you want to hear the answer to your question? Because Mark is giving you the answer. So. I mean. Go ahead, Mark. So okay. he said that he wanted the United States out of the Middle East and that he doesn't want United States troops backing up Saudi Arabia, uh, the Saudi Arabian kings. You'd think it's wrong that a country that fought uh, two centuries ago— Saudi Arabia actually wanted us to—, to, to, to is, uh, is Saudi Arabia and, and, and a thing? Kuwait was one of—Kuwait was our ally. Who? Okay. Our? Kuwait. I'm not allies with Kuwait. And Mark, what was your question? So Saudi Arabia isn't a thing. It is a, it's a bunch of different people, and some of the people certainly don't like the idea that kings are being backed up by the United States. Don't you think it's wrong a country that fought a, a revolutionary war against a king would then go and back up a king just for some oil? Well, okay, okay. Well, don't now, answer that question, for God's sake. Yeah, you don't want to answer any tough questions here, Tim, because then, no, you know. No, I, no, here's a, no, I'll answer that question. Go I'll ahead. answer that question. Okay. The United States, you know, now liberal, liberal liberalism does not mean that it, it, it's not it's not against capitalism. Tim, okay. what you been drinking on tonight? I'm just curious. Okay. Thanks for the call. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can bring up anything you want. So anyway, the point being that Osama bin Laden made it really clear that the reason why they were engaging in terrorism against the United States and the, the United here, States backing Israel, which uh, we didn't get into, is because of the United States government going and killing innocent people in the Middle East, and that's the reason for terrorism. So eight five five four fifty free. Nobody really wanted to listen to what he actually had to say. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. You likely buy all kinds of things online. Amazon is the largest online retailer. You can get what you need at the same prices with free super saver shipping by going to shop.freetalklive.com. Please do your online shopping at shop.freetalklive.com.
This is Free Talk Live. You're invited to take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features. We give them away. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. We've got the bulletin board system. allows you to get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. bbs.freetalklive.com takes you there. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Well, you can't listen to radio or cable news without hearing offers on gold and, you know, silver in some cases. Precious metals are really big right now with the uh, the Federal Reserve increasing the quantitative easing to, what is it, $40 billion a month. A lot of people are getting a hold of precious metals. One way to do that is gold.freetalklive.com. We make it easy for you. You can compare us and shop. We have the prices of the coins right there on the Internet because a lot of times when you call these big gold purveyors, they'll get you in there, they do the, the bait-and-switch kind of thing. They'll tell you about you know numismatics, you need collectible coins and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that you know you shouldn't get collectible coins. I'm just saying that some people call for gold and silver and then they get uh, you know sent off elsewhere. It can be confusing. Gold.freetalklive.com lets you buy the bullion that you want to buy easily. It's gold.freetalklive.com. And get some of the best prices, gold.freetalklive.com. Let's continue with your calls and your thoughts. Go to Bill, listening in Virginia, WNIS. Hey, Bill. Hey, how's it going, man? How are you guys doing tonight? What's on your mind tonight, Bill? Hey, I was wondering, you know, a lot of this uh, stuff, I used to be a Republican, and I was listening to you guys, a fairly new listener. uh, Welcome, sir. It seems to me that we're having an identity crisis in terms of what, you know, the original founders intended for liberty and freedom in the country and what, uh, you know, we have now under the Obama regime. And I've spent enough time working for the government on two general staffs to see how things, you know, really function. Oh, and, and I can just tell you that, you know, the intention of the government uh, right now, the ruling party, is is not for people to be free and have a liberty and stuff the way you guys are When was it? About. When was what the last mean, time the, uh, the ruling party had that intention? I couldn't really tell you to tell you the truth. Not in our right lifetime. <laughs> I doubt yeah, the founders really felt that I mean, way either. Yeah. I mean, so, to, you know, to me, it's it's boiled down to a lesser of two evils. I, I, I hate to sure. waste my vote. You know what I mean? I hate to waste my vote. Um, but what do you do? I would love well, to vote for the Constitutional Party. I'm not a big Libertarian Party member. I, I like more the Constitutional Party. You know, what do you like about I, the Constitution Party? You know, from listening to and reading their, basically all of their premises, it's more of a, let's go back to the basis of what we intended that the government, you know, should be. The power, the power is in part, you know, goes to the people. If they get their power to govern from the people, they let us worry about ourselves. The states have the power. Right now, the way I see it is... That's a very generic answer. I'm looking for something more specific about, like, what is it about the Constitution Party that is attractive to you? Uh, uh, Obviously, I love the gun rights things. I, you know, they allow you, they don't have a problem with people walking around with guns, firearms exposed. They don't have this teaching the police that if you see a guy walking through the food line uh, with a gun strapped to his hip, that you knock him to the floor and arrest him immediately because he's keeping him bearing arms. Uh, you know, you have a right to speak freely without a permit. I can't hold a rally here in Yorktown, Virginia, you know, where mm-hmm. one of the, the last battle was fought in the revolution without having a permit. So let me just let me just permit. make sure I'm clear on something here. So you're in favor of yeah. uh, of gun freedom 
And I'm yeah. with you, man. I think people who you know own themselves, and I think we all own ourselves, should be able sure. to adorn themselves with whatever they like. So if you want to adorn yeah. yourself with a, an AK-47, you should be able to do that. If you want to carry a pistol, a knife, whatever, I totally agree with that. But here's just one curiosity. I mean, just briefly looking yeah. at the Constitution Party's platform, uh, something jumped right out at me. How do you feel about gambling? You know, gambling is one of those things where, you know, people have to control their own vices. My brother just won 4000 bucks in Vegas tonight. More power okay. to him. I'm not a gambler because I don't win, so that's not something that I do. I do shoot a lot. Uh, I spent a lot of time, like I said, in the military, 21 and a half years as a senior officer. So, you know, I enjoy the gun thing. So, but but, uh, but you don't think your brother's a bad person for, for gambling? No, I don't. I don't see gambling as an issue. I see. It more Let me share with you thing. right from the uh, Constitution Party's platform. Here's what they have to say yeah. about it: Gambling promotes an increase in crime, destruction of family values, and decline yeah. in the moral fiber of our country. Here's my concern with the uh, Constitution Party people. You know, they may be yeah. good on some issues about liberty, but they basically right. are advocating for a theocracy, where their vision of they should have called themselves the Holy Bible. Their ver- ver- version <laughs> of religion will be forced yeah. down the throats. of of everybody in this country if they were to ever have a chance at power. Now, the liberty-minded uh, viewpoint is to leave everybody alone. Hey, look, maybe you yeah. don't agree with gambling, but that doesn't mean that other people should be stopped from you know, from taking part in those actions. And that's why the, the liberty-oriented perspective, or what is frequently found in the Libertarian Party, although it has yeah. been watered down in recent years, but the liberty-oriented yeah. perspective is, hey, man, carry your guns, just don't shoot anybody with them, and gamble all you want, yeah. you know, as long as don't, you don't force somebody to gamble with you. Correct. And, you know, that's why I think we're having an identity crisis, because it's almost like Italy. When I was serving in Italy, they have 36 different political parties, because no one party could, could cover everything that the people were really looking for or covering. And it almost seems like we're stuck in these parties, but I'm looking for a, a combination of what the Republicans used to be uh, when they first came along. Let's say what the Libertarian Party has to offer, and then what the Constitutional Party has to offer. You know, I was always taught that, hey, if something's broke or you're troubleshooting something, you know, in a mission, you fall back to the point where it was working, and then you fix it from there. Let me hit you with another one here, Bill, while we've got you. Uh, Pornography. Tell me how you feel about that one. You know, again, those things are moral issues and they're personal choices. If somebody wants to sit and watch porn on the Internet... You do not belong in the Constitution Party. You don't belong supporting the Constitution Party. These people, uh, right again, from their their own platform... Uh, yeah. pornography, they go on to talk about how horrible it is. It's, uh, you know, at its best is a distortion of the true nature of sex, uh, and at worst it's a destructive element of society, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then they go on to say, because it's one thing to have an opinion about pornography, yeah. it's another thing to say the following. We call on our local, state, and federal governments to uphold our cherished First Amendment right to free speech by vigorously enforcing our laws against obscenity to maintain a degree of... <laughs> now you want to talk about a group of people that don't understand the Constitution one wit they have no idea what the freedom of speech is about i'm sorry we were both talking at the same time bill what'd you say we're having an identity crisis man i'm not having an identity crisis i know what liberty is all about and i know when i hear the ideas of liberty and i'm not hearing them from the constitution party so if you care about liberty those are not the people to vote for thanks bill for the call i appreciate hearing from you tonight 855-450-FREE the SACL cai toll free line so throwing away your vote by voting for one of the third parties. Look, your, th- your vote isn't worth anything. It is a statistically insignificant act when you're talking about the presidential race. I'm sorry. 
That's just the reality. There are 51 voting areas. Actually, there's more like 57 if you count Maine and Nebraska having these uh, congressional district things. But anyway, uh, that where your vote is counted. And in those areas, there are 300 million people. Probably 120 million of them will vote. In New Hampshire, where I live, where it's actually a swing state and your vote it counts for more, went for Obama at 60,000 to, you know, by 60,000 votes the last time. It doesn't matter if I vote for Obama or McCain in that election. If I could take my vote out and put it into another column, and if my vote changed anything at, at that point, it, I mean, it wouldn't change anything. It just doesn't change anything. If, if it was magic and I could change my vote, it wouldn't matter because my vote just statistically didn't matter. So, you're not throwing your vote away by putting by voting for a third party. You're voting your conscience. And if you're a religious person, for God's sake, voting for the lesser of two evils is like telling a lie. Let's go to Alan. He's listening in our very own Keene, New Hampshire, to WKBK. Hey, Alan. How are you doing? Hey, great. What's on your mind? Hey, listen, um, I, I need to ask you two guys. you proponents of the Free State Movement, correct? I am a Free State Project participant, as is Mark. Okay. Um uh, on, on that on that premise, I'd like to ask you if, if by some circumstance, um, the free state movement gains majority in the state legislature <clears throat> and or the governorship, would you be proponents of seceding from the United States? Hold that thought, Alan. We're going to bring you back. We'll discuss that in moments. Eight five five. Yep, one of my favorite topics. Eight five five four fifty free. Very important to talk about this idea. You can take control. Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio, podcast, satellite, webcam, and our live streams. But did you know you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere? Add this number to your phone. 213-493-0308. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Listen Lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 213-493-0308. That's 213-493-0308. This is Free Talk Live, the toll-free number for you to bring up anything you want, 855-453. Hey, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. We give them away. Freetalklive.com. Like the show? Want to help support Free Talk Live? You can get a free bumper sticker. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. You'll find the instructions there as to how to get one. There's an address to which you should send a self-addressed stamped envelope to. And then we will put a bumper sticker in there and send it back to you. It's that simple. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. Once again, promote.freetalklive.com. You can get the, uh, the bumper sticker there as well as other tools like web graphics and banners, high-res graphics, other things like that. All downloadable, all free. Promote.freetalklive.com. Alan is with us, uh, listening in our very own Keene, New Hampshire, to WKBK. Now, Alan, uh, right before we had to go to the break there, uh, you'd ask, asked a question, and the, the rock music was playing pretty heavily behind you. I understood what you said, but I just want to make sure you recap your question for our audience that just might be tuning in. So go ahead. To recap my question, I'm asking you guys, as part of the free state movement and the beliefs that, that are entailed there, if, if for circumstance... Um, the state legislature came into the hands of control under under the free state movement. Would you guys be proponents 
of seceding from the United States of America to create an independent country. Well, um, first off, the Free State Project is a bunch of different people. There are more than 1,000 movers for the Free State Project and more than uh, 12,000 signers to the Free State Project. Um, The chances of them becoming a majority in the House doesn't seem very likely, but let's address that. Um, The Free State Project takes no stand on secession. The Free State Project says the maximum role of government should be the protection of life, liberty, and property. So some Free Staters might be pro-secession, some might not. Uh, there's a difference, you know, just because one is a Free State Project participant doesn't mean that one is of a, a hive mind, for instance. However, uh, not just free, free State-oriented folks, but also New Hampshire natives and many folks that have moved here uh, prior to the Free State Project, a lot of people support the idea of secession, and uh, I certainly do personally. I think that it's a fine idea, and whether or not uh, Liberty, you know, whether or not Free State Project people get elected, we are going to see more Liberty-oriented people get elected here. They might be New Hampshire natives, which would mean they're not in any way a Free State Project uh, participant. Uh, but I think right. that uh, secession's a fine idea, and that's why it's one of the three main parts of my uh, platform as I'm running for state rep uh, in, in Keene, uh, because I want people to start talking. I don't really care if I win or not. If I win, that's great. But if uh, you know whether I win or not, I want to use that as an opportunity to talk about secession and get people considering the idea and considering it seriously and, of course, considering it from a peaceful perspective. I'm not advocating anybody fire on any forts uh, or anything like that. What are your thoughts on it? Um, my thoughts are that, that um, personally, for, for the last 30 years, I'm, I'm 60 years old, I'm over 60 years old, okay? For the last at least 30 years, 30 years, I have not wanted to be citizens with, with the majority of the people in this country, okay? Good. That's um, excellent. Well, I've got good news for you. Um, you're not a citizen. Uh, none of us are. In fact, uh, in order to be a citizen— well, no, we're subjects at this point. You're exactly right. Yes. We are more oppressed now than we were under King George when my ancestors fought yes. to, uh, to unleash us from that from that uh, from that from that uh, rope. Subject is a much more accurate term, but that's why they don't use it because then people they would get wise. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, yeah. If you if you listen to what the police say, they call you subjects. Whenever they're uh, referring to you, uh, you're referred to as a subject. But uh, right. yeah, I agree with that point. So uh, so I take it you're in favor of the idea. Um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, well, let's start talking about it with our friends and our family members and our coworkers. Let's start seriously having discussions well, I, about secession. I wish you luck. I wish you luck in, in your in your run and I wish I could I wish I could afford um to participate in the, in the same thing to be elected to state government, but uh, the structure here limits the ability of people who aren't aren't um well off enough to afford not being paid. Here's what I'd suggest to you, Alan. Um uh, if First of all, the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance is a group that it's a great group uh, here in New Hampshire that is involved involves New Hampshire natives, Free State Project participants, folks like that, people that care about the ideas of liberty. And this is something, by the way, that everybody else in the other forty nine states, you don't have this in your state. The New Hampshire Liberty Alliance is very unique. It's a group of people, volunteers that step forward, and they don't, you don't have to have money to be involved in this end of things. But uh, what they do is they look at every piece of legislation that comes forth. They grade that legislation on whether or not it is liberty-oriented or not, and then they issue voting recommendations out to all of the, of the step, state reps. So Democrats, Republicans, independents, they issue the same recommendations out. Like Basically, they give them what they call their gold standard. It's a sheet on gold paper where every time they go to vote, they're given this information, and the information basically tells them, hey, look, 
you know, we're the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance. This is how we recommend that you vote on things. Obviously, the Republicans and Democrats hand out their own recommendations, but this, the reps are all getting this. Here's the liberty vote. Hey, if you want to vote for liberty, here's how you can vote. And, and they're then, getting rated. Yeah, and then after the fact, at the end of the year, they do a liberty ratings on every single representative. And they give them a grade between A and F. There's actually something that's lower than F. It's CF, constitutional, uh, or CT, constitutional threat. And so they give each one of these reps a grade every single year. And uh, so obviously you could get involved in that side of things, kind of helping out in the, behind the scenes. But as far as running for political office, even if you were to just throw your name in, You'd get, uh, you know, a newspaper article would be written with your, you know, your viewpoint uh, put out there. They'd have you on a, a local radio show, as I was on this morning in, in Keene, and so you'd be able to get your ideas out there. You don't have to, even if you were actually elected. If you never went, let's say you can't afford the time or the gas to actually go uh, up to Concord. They pay for your gas. Well, I've heard that, but it's still a lot of time involved, sure. and a lot of time. So let's say you can't afford to, to give up that sort of time. Even if you were to be elected and never go to Concord, it would be a net benefit for liberty because the people in the Keene area, the state representatives, are the, uh, some of the worst reps in all of New Hampshire. They get some of the worst <laughs> grades. Yeah, they're C, D, and F. The best grade in, in, uh, in, in Keene, New Hampshire, is a C on the state reps, and that guy's not coming back yeah. next year. So. Uh, I have deemed Treasure County as communist peace Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> so, but my point, uh, on, do you see that, my point? Like, these guys note, are so yeah, bad, they yeah. go in and they do damage. If you didn't go at all, that'd be a step in the right direction. Right. Well, anyway, listen, guys, thanks, thanks for your time. Alan, thank remember, you, sir. Glad you're out remember, there. Live, live for your die. And, hey, drop into freekeen.com when you get a chance. I think you'll enjoy that website if you haven't been there yet. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Can you imagine the resolve of the people that fought in the Revolutionary War to make a statement like live free or die, death mm. is not the worst of evils. Like they were pretty serious about that whole liberty thing. And now with Americans, you know, being, I mean, I, don't, I just don't know what fact to use, but there's all of them out there. You know, the government assistance, people are taking more and more of that. It's not freedom. It's the opposite. Hey, so if you want to learn more about the Free State Project, I would recommend you take the time to go to freestateproject.org. You did state something somewhat incorrectly, Mark. There are not a thousand movers as part of the Free State Project. There are a thousand people in, in New state. Hampshire as part of the Free State Project because when New Hampshire was chosen, there were about 200 or 250 people that were already living here. So once we get to around 1,200 or, or 1,300, once you get to 1,300 people in state, it'll then be safe to say there are a thousand movers. Uh, That's right. So keep that in mind. Uh, but anyway, you can get the numbers. I think the last time I looked, it was 12,800 people had signed up for the Free State Project. We want to get to 20,000. And we've already had a great impact with 1,000 people here and getting active already. The more people that we can get here, the better off we're all going to be. And the more effective the various different activism forms that we'll have uh, will become. So it makes sense. And by all indicators, it's working. How many other state governments have cut their budget by 12%? I can't imagine any of them did in the, the last. How many? Round. How many cut by one percent? <laughs> really, a cut, not a cut in proposed spending, but a cut to from last year's budget. Yeah, it's huge. How many uh, state governments have repealed their knife ban? Right. I mean, they're, they're making Carry a switchblade. They're making felons out of people that want a knife yeah. that you can open with one hand. Yep. Yeah. How many states have done that? Because people are getting get, getting knifed. It's like it's like bad. It's like West Side Story all over the place. People. You know, I mean, it's it's crazy. What if you found out over a dozen Ron Paul-oriented, liberty-oriented, freedom-oriented people had actually been elected 
in one place. Well, that was just a dozen free staters. There's yeah. more than 125 New Hampshire Liberty Alliance endorsed, endorsed. Can- candidates. Yep. So the fact is there's a libertarian veto in New Hampshire. It's not free yet. I don't want anybody to get the impression that you're just going to move But government here. grows. Yeah. So in comparison to all the other governments in the other 49 states, if, if the libertarian veto can, can prevent growth of government in New mm-hmm. Hampshire, then – the liberty-minded, uh, the liberty-minded activism or the activists here are becoming more influential. They're becoming more connected with their communities, and uh, and over time, it's going to work. There's no, there is no other plan that can work. Like you know that that is working. I mean, there's some good plans out there. Like let's go build a city in Honduras. Well, Honduras court decided it was unconstitutional uh, earlier this week. Well, a portion of the court did. The full full court will be ruling on that later, but. All of the other ideas are still out there. They're still out in the ether. They haven't come close to materializing yet. This is happening now, and you can become a part of it whenever you're ready. Somebody's going to move next week, probably, here to New Hampshire. People are moving every single month. But you could move in four years. You know, whatever is right for you. The sooner you can get here, though, the better off uh, we'll all be. So, again, go to freestateproject.org. It sure beats the uh, other talk show hosts talking about, well, vote Republican or yeah, vote that'll Democrat change to, so- to solve the problems. Right. We see what those solutions bring. Yep. All right, so more coming up here. Hour number two is on the way, whether you want to talk about secession or your thoughts on these Republican-Democrat jokers that want to rule your life. You can also take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. It's Free Talk Live. Hour two's next. Hi, I'm Richard Grove of TragedyandHope.com, and thanks to the help of Mark and Ian here on Free Talk Live, we've created this call to action to help raise awareness for John Taylor Gatto. In 2001, former New York City and State School Teacher of the Year, John Taylor Gatto, published The Underground History of American Education, detailing how public schooling creates obedient workers and debt slaves. Now John delivers a message which he calls your birthright. It's titled The Ultimate History Lesson, and it's a five-hour journey illustrating how and why our public schools are dumbing us down and what we can do about it. Therein, referencing more than 200 footnotes and 30 classic texts. John suffered multiple strokes in the weeks after filming this interview, and he's in need of your help as he continues to recover. Please click the banner on freetalklive.com and enter the coupon code FTL and we'll send you the ultimate history lesson on four DVDs plus a free 15-hour MP3 bonus DVD. Thank you for tuning in and not dropping out. This is Free Talk Live. You may take control of the airwaves. We'll be launching here into the second hour. It's what we're doing right now, 855-450-FREE. You can bring up anything that you want. And joining you in the studio, it's Ian. And Mark. 1-855-450-3733. Join us online over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. You can actually get interactive. Control the content of the site. Uh, what you see on the front page, the numbered items as you scroll down the page, those items are what we call show prep. And it can be anything. It could be whatever you find online that you think is fun, interesting, outrageous, exciting. You just submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com. It then appears on the upcoming stories page where it must acquire a certain number of votes in order to be promoted, as it's called, to the front page and the top of the site uh, over at freetalklive.com. So head over there and get interactive freetalklive.com as we continue with you and your calls and thoughts john is listening to wnis in uh i think in yeah are you listening to wnis out on the coast in virginia yeah okay excellent sir go ahead hi john from yorktown very good Uh, go ahead with your thoughts radio program welcome sir first time i've heard it actually it's gonna be shocking yeah 
One thing, uh, quick comment, and then a question. Okay. The comment is uh, regarding this free state thing. Yes. Uh, I like what I hear. I think it's interesting. I kind of wonder if the government was on the Constitution, if it would be needed. If the government were following the Constitution, would the Free State Project be needed? Uh, I would say that if the government were following the Constitution in general, that would probably mean we'd hopefully have a small government. But then again, you could argue federal government. Then again, you could argue that the government is following the Constitution. Uh, You know that that that's the Constitution has gotten us where we are today. Uh, that everything that they've done is constitutional. The Supreme Court, which has appellate jurisdiction, really is the only body that uh, that is supposed to interpret the Constitution. And sure, they've interpreted uh, you know people having the right to keep and bear arms and it not being infringed as uh, 20,000 laws infringing it. But that's their interpretation, and what we say doesn't matter. But let's put it as – let's, let's phrase it slightly differently. Let's just say if the government were really, really small, then yeah, I think you're right. The Free State Project would right. never have come up as an idea. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. It's the intrusiveness. Where do you run from a federal government? You can't go to a different state. There's really nowhere to hide. I heard you, man. If they can reach from state to state. The second thing, really, the reason I called was um, your idea of freedom. And uh, I I just have a comment, but before I make my comment, I'd like to know how you define freedom. Well, I'd say it's pretty easy. Uh, Freedom is the ability to do what you want so long as you don't harm anyone else. Keep your word. Do do what you say you're going to do and don't harm other people. I agree. Okay, so it's in not harming, and I would, I, I guess that could probably be further de- uh, defined as what would be a definition of harming another person. Probably uh, taking harmful to another person. What's that? Is speech harmful to another person? I wouldn't Good say question. so. Um, you would have to be be able to quantify harm, and uh, you know, generally, harm would be harming someone physically, like the the sort of classic definition that everyone would think of, or taking their property, um, you know. Br- Damaging their property, something like that, something that's quantifiable. Yeah, I, I, here, here's my here's my point, uh, and it's in regards to freedom. And I'll give you an illustrative example once I talk a little bit about what I think freedom is. And uh, freedom, I, I, I believe, is not being able to do what you want. Um, I, I believe that freedom is actually doing the right thing. And now, how do you define right? That's that's a whole nother whole other thing. Mm-hmm. But the, the here's what I'm getting at. I had a, uh, a Russian gentleman who was cleaning my carpets in my house. And I said, and I was kind of wondering, you know, he's a young guy, maybe in his 20s. Um, asked him how he came over here, and he was over here illegally, kind of went around. He had been here on a student visa, ran out, and then he came back. That is a heroic man. <laughs> he's a very, very smart kid, it sounds like. But I asked him, I said, uh, you know, what's it like in the in the uh, former Soviet Union, and where were you from? And he was from the Siberian uh, area. And uh, he says, well, let me tell you, um, it's much more free there uh, than it is in the United States. That was his opinion. And I said, well, why, do you, why would you say that? And he says, well, because you can do what you want, you know. And, uh, and so my rebuttal to that is, is that freedom... Uh, there's nothing. There is no freedom without law, and there are no. There is no freedom without just laws. So, if, um, for instance, if somebody can, like you're saying, do no harm to another person, if somebody decides something is right in their own eyes, uh, and they act on that quote liberty, that can infringe on somebody else's. So I, I got gotcha. you. I was and listening, uh, well, I was listening I, to you, you talk about the con- the Constitution Party, which I had no idea until you started talking about it. And the um, 
the Libertarian Party, obviously, I've heard of. I'm a conservative by nature. I've, I tend to vote Republican because that tends to be the option that I have available. I don't necessarily like the Republican, but uh, it's kind of, you know, in this election. So I want to talk about this thing about laws. Before you go on, I want to talk about this, the idea of just laws. And Mm -hmm. this is something that is trotted out. I think everybody wants laws that are implemented equally. But we're pretty clear that in the times of kings and princes that the the king's men were probably afforded a little better justice than uh, the the serfs and that the princes and, um, you know, the dukes and that kind of thing got even better justice. And by justice, I'm using quotation marks there. And I don't think it's any different now. Now, when you look at politicians and the children of politicians, they get much better justice. George Bush's, excuse me, uh, Jeb Bush's daughter was, uh, you know, caught doing some drugs back when I lived Crack. in Florida. And yeah. for whatever reason, they didn't arrest her and throw her in prison yeah. for several well, years. I, I wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me, you, you got the filibuster. Let me, let me go ahead and okay. uh, make this, make I'm this sorry. clear. Uh, so, and, and, you know, so obviously there's a difference there. You don't think that police officers pull over police officers and give them stuff stop sign tickets, I'm sure. No. And so there's currently, by no means, a rule of law in this country, and I don't think there ever was. And I don't think the rule of law has ever existed as long as man has existed. So the question is, how do we get to a place where the rule of law exists? And I would say that the best way is to have competition in the area of enforcement, the area of justice. Mm. And the only way you're going to have competition is when you get the state out of a monopoly position. Currently, you cannot take someone to another court. You must take them through the arduous, fixed courts that currently exist. And by fixed, I mean the people, the person with the most money wins. And so you don't have an option. There is no competition there. If police want to enforce, uh, if the police chiefs want to enforce laws that are against what the people want, i.e. in California, they're going around and, and shutting down marijuana dispensaries that were uh, put in place by the people. Well, they can just go ahead and do that. There's nothing anybody can do about it because there's no competition. Now you can go. Okay, yeah. I, I think I think those are all very valid and good points. I, I guess what I'm getting to, and this is more of a moral framework and a, a ground of how you come out with laws. And my point is simply this, is that you do legislate morality. That is what laws do. Whether it's do not murder or whether it's do not steal, that is legislating morality in a sense. I got gotcha. you. I think that that's a. Okay. I think it's a relatively right, true so where statement. Where that line is, I think, is is. I heard one of your. I don't know if it was you or your other guy commenting about pornography. Mm-hmm. Quite honestly, the idea that it isn't detrimental is really, I think, very naive. Um, and so you go, well, okay, what what level does the government or should the government have? To what level could they? legislate morality. They shouldn't do anything because uh, because well, I should be able to be I should be able to engage well, in activity that is John, I should be able to engage in activity that is detrimental to me. That's the that's the line upon which I would draw. It's my body and I own it. Thieving and murdering and raping and arson and these things have defined victims. However, someone looking at some pornography, somebody gambling, yeah. somebody engaging in some sort of sexual behavior with another consenting adult uh, is in no way, shape, or form harming anybody else. You can have a moral belief against it, but ultimately legislating against it is even more immoral because then you're attempting to force your morality on other people. And I thank you for the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you 855-453 let's talk to tim listening in madison listening to the mic 92.1 hey tim hey i'm kind of new to the show Welcome, and, sir. Uh, i find it you know interesting 
I'm just wondering, as far as like constructs go, do you guys embrace money and ownership of property? Yes. Let's talk about it. I think uh, it's a great question. Hang on, Tim. We'll bring you back and get into uh, that a little deeper. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. What I'd like to know is how you can't embrace those ideas. How can you exist without uh, those two concepts? 855-450-FREE. We'll uh, dig in further and, of course, take your calls as well about whatever's on your mind. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live, 1-855-450-FREE. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the Internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want. All you have to do, dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. We've got a webcam. You can watch, you can listen, and interact. The chat room built into the same page as the cam. Just go to cam.freetalklive.com to see and do that for free, of course. Cam.freetalklive.com. Bitcoins. Bitcoins are an online currency. They're a new step forward in the area of money. What's the step forward been in the last step forward in the area of money? Paper? <laughs> that's not a forward that's not a forward step. It might not be. It was if 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 you look at paper as a warehouse receipt, that was a forward step that's in what that it was. in that uh, when people were carrying around a bunch of gold and silver, it was getting kind of heavy and so somebody came up with the idea, "Hey, I'll hold your gold and silver if you trust me. I'll hold your gold and silver. I'll issue this warehouse receipt. When you're ready to come and get the gold, you can just hand me the warehouse receipt and I'll hand you the gold back." And that was kind of the original idea behind banking. Um, and it worked for a while until they took the backing away from the pieces of paper. That's what came down to it. Now, Bitcoins, yeah. they are the new currency. You can check them out, find out more about this new new money at uh, weusecoins.org. And you can go get a free online wallet at blockchain.info. With this wa- blockchain wallet, you can send money to people's email accounts, to their uh, Facebook as your Facebook friends, or to anyone's cell phone number in just about any country around the world without fees. No fees. That's the thing about Bitcoins that really makes them different is you can send money nearly instantly around the world. No fees to anybody anywhere. It's uh, blockchain.info. We use coins.org. You know, one of the fun things that uh, about doing this show, Free Talk Live, and also about listening to the show, is that you get to hear two very distinct radio audiences mixed together on the air. And what I mean by that is, just a moment ago, we were talking to somebody who's calling from WNIS in uh, the west coast or the east coast of uh, Virginia, Virginia Beach. And that is a very, you know, conservative kind of uh, radio station, kind of a traditional conservative uh, talk station. And then we also have uh, stations that are more progressive-minded, uh, like uh, WWRL in New York City, for instance. Uh, we've also got the Mike, uh, the Mike 92.1 WXXM in Madison, Wisconsin. And so, you know, one call to the next, you're going to hear people from diff- you know completely different uh, political viewpoints. And of course, we don't take sides on either of those uh, <laughs> those coins. Uh, but Tim, you're back with us. You'd asked a, a question that I thought was very good. Can you go ahead and re-ask that? It was about money and uh, and oh, property. Yeah. Yeah, you betcha. 
I was talking about constructs. You know, I, I'm new to the show, and you Welcome, guys are sir. very open-minded. Thanks. But it seems like you've embraced two constructs that I would like to break free from, money and ownership of property. And I'd like you guys to explain your affinity towards those. Okay, so I'll be happy to. Now, first, I want to ask a question. When you're talking to the um, the, the, the anarcho-socialist types, they'll use different terms when they mean property. So what I want you to do is, do you mean property as in uh, my photo albums and my, uh, well, my I'm house? I'm talking land. Land. Just land. Land. Okay. Um, so, At the moment, correct. So speci- specifically land. Okay. So, um, yeah, let me let me back it up. Here's what I believe. I believe you own your body. Do you believe you own that? Yes. I, but, yes, I would like you guys to consider property ownership and money. And But you can ask me a question. Yes. Okay. Well, well I just – okay. So, I, I, you know, where, where I'm, I believe that we're coming from here is is that um, anything that's a scarce resource essentially uh, can be owned. And, uh, you know, I believe that ultimately you are the owner of your own body. Even if you're held in slavery, you are the owner, owner of your own body. And so, oh, of course you are. If you can exchange your time and energy and talents and skills, uh, if you can turn those into things that other people will exchange for other things, whether those things are chickens or whether they're, you know, I, I don't know what it is that they might exchange, then you own the thing that you created and you own the thing that you exchanged it for. And so if people are parceling out scarce resources like land, then you should be able to exchange the things that you've created and the money that you've made from creating those things in order to get that land. That's why I believe in it. Interesting. Okay. Now, could you guys talk a little bit about money as a construct and Money is not a construct. Money is uh, j- just a thing. It's not constructed. Um, in, unless you're talking no, Federal about Federal Reserve it, notes it, are definitely constructed. It's only real in your mind. You guys, it, 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 is, it, is the fairy, it is the greatest fairy tale is money. I think I, I agree with you, uh, Tim. You the, are, the money that we— You're embracing that. Tim, hang on a second. I agree. Tim, I agree with what you're saying here. I think Mark did a poor job at answering. The money we use today, the money that is in your wallet. Omar did not believe in money. Omar Schnabi did not believe in land ownership. Hang on. I'd like to answer your question. I'd like to answer your question, though, if you don't mind. Uh, So about money, okay? So the money that we – I'm agreeing with you, and I want to make it clear why. I think that it is a construct, the money that we use today, in that it was completely constructed from thin air by a bunch of bankers and politicians who wanted to rob people blind from the value that they create through this uh, really brilliant and devious Federal Reserve system that we have. The current money system is absolutely horrible, and it is impoverishing uh, poor, poor people. It's making poor people even more poor. Uh, It's absolutely enslaving you, but it's not a problem with money as a concept. It's a problem with money as how it's created in this country. Money, all the problem is a construct because it's polluting Homo sapiens. So let me see if I can clarify then. So what you're saying is you think gold and silver is also a bad idea. You think the mining of that is a horrible idea. What's a bad? What's a horrible idea? Look at the lead poisoning mining. Shiny what about metal. Bitcoin? Is Bitcoin a terrible idea? I have no idea what Bitcoin is. You can go to WeUseCoins.org and study up on it, but um, I mean, people have been changing commodities since... Mining minerals to pass around from one primate to the next 
destroying the planet. It's absurdity. Okay, a lot, of that, not, a lot of that stuff's been around already. I mean, we're not creating new no, gold. No, 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 no. We're digging it. We're digging yeah. and polluting the planet. Okay, well, I think it. that we should have a... a it's crazy. You're, you're interrupting everything we say about money, so I'd really like to have a conversation with you if you can just hang off on just a, for just a moment while we talk briefly about what money is, uh, because maybe you don't really, maybe we're not connecting, we're not communicating accurately here. So let me just lay this out. Uh, let's pretend like there is no greenbacks and there is no gold and silver. Now, I'm a chicken farmer, and you've got coconuts, and uh, let's say that you want chickens, but I don't want your coconuts. How do you solve that problem? I guess you trade something. But you don't have anything that I want. You've got coconuts, and I don't want your coconuts. I have chickens. You want my chickens, but I don't want your coconuts. What do you do then? You just have to go around and trade with a bunch of people? I mean, it's great. It's great. I mean, we go to wampum shells. So you want What's, so you want to use uh, shells, but you don't want to use shiny metal, right? I don't mind using shiny metal, but shiny metal has ramifications. I got gotcha. you. It does, and everybody's responsible for the pollution that they put on other people's land. As far as I'm concerned, you can live no, in your not. own filth. But if I, I got you, we have a system where people are not responsible, and that system they should be was created by people that do not want to be responsible right. for their actions. If you I'm pollute. with you, and I agree. Yep. However, if you have some shiny piece of metal, and I want to exchange another shiny piece of metal for it, I should be able to do that. Yeah, Don't and that's you think? all right. I'm saying is, you guys have accepted two constructs that are destroying the planet. You can't, sir. You have to have a go-between in between human beings, uh, humans that have things. They want things from one another, and they're going to have to have something to trade. That's all money is. It's just a medium of exchange to make things better. Please, come up with a money that doesn't involve digging stuff up, like Bitcoin. Go and check out Bitcoin, man, and tell me if you disagree with that. Call us back once you learn more about it. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. You like your friends. You like Free Talk Live. Like your friends enough to share something you like with them. Help Free Talk Live get into more ears. Podcast listeners are the most important area of growth for Free Talk Live. Please share one episode a week on Facebook. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want toll-free at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us online over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have there waiting for you. You can go and enjoy and uh, take control of the website and get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. Discuss various different matters. Uh, Whatever you want to do, it's all free. Just go to freetalklive.com. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Now, we were just talking with a a gentleman on the phone uh, who is very anti the idea of money. And I think that we can get more into that in a moment. But His gotcha for using precious metals as money was they're destroying the environment. Now, my counter to that would be I support breathing, but however, I, I exhale carbon dioxide and people, uh, you know, some people would claim that the science says that that's destroying the environment, too. So I say that we humans have to get along with our environment, and I think that polluting people's other people's land is wrong, but, you know, you have to get along, too. You have sure. to live. 
Sure. So come up with something else. Like if 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 it's true that uh, mining precious metals is destroying the environment, and I don't know if that's true or not, but I'll take his word for it. Then uh, come up with something else. Come up with something so he revolutionary. Said wampum shells. Come up. It's well, just then you're money. Gonna, well, what is a wampum shell? It's just a shell. So wouldn't you have to start dredging beaches in order to uh, to get enough of them? There you go. Okay. So, but also shells don't have the value that gold and silver does because it's just value to some people. I mean, gold and silver essentially is the same. But value gold as and shell. silver has an no, 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 no. Gold and silver has an industrial value. Okay, it has the industrial is, use. But gold and silver was used as currency before it was ever being used as for industrial purposes. Okay, fine. Uh, that's fine. But now they're more valuable than shells. So to say they have the same value as a shell, not true. If they had the same value, people would be going and digging up shells. Value at the beach. is what people will pay for something. That's right. And people pay more for things that are useful, like gold and silver. You can't take a shell and do much more than make uh, some sort of art, piece of artwork out of it. Uh, so anyway, what you my could suggestion. Do with gold and silver back when they were money. Great. I'm not talking about back when. I'm talking about now. So what I, my suggestion is, is if you think that gold and silver is so bad, and I agree, this is the Federal Reserve note's terrible, uh, but if you think that gold and silver is so bad, then come up with something better. Oh, wait. It's already been done. The Bitcoin is here. It's been here for a few years now, and its popularity is increasing. And it takes no resources beyond the electricity that we're already using to operate the Internet. Sounds accurate. Yeah. Uh, you can get your Bitcoins by going to bitinstant.com. After you go to weusecoins.org and watch the short video and check out some of the links there that are supposed to educate you on the idea of Bitcoin and what it is, but you can go to bitinstant.com and get your Bitcoins. Now, Bitcoins allow you to send and receive money anywhere in the world, uh, potentially anonymously, without having governments be able to freeze your account or uh, banking agencies be able to inflate the, uh, the, the Bitcoin currency. All of these things are impossible with Bitcoin. It is the new step in empowering the individual when it comes to currency. And you can get them through bitinstant.com at more than a million locations around the world, more than 30 countries, bitinstant.com. It's a great uh, concept. And if you haven't learned about it yet, take the time. Watch the two-minute video. It's going to change the world. This is the new invention that's as big as the internet. Go to weusecoins.org. Check this out. Mark, you and I, we don't there's, – there's no Bitcoin uh, company. There's no – it's not a government thing. It's a completely distributed, open-source money project, and it's working. So you and I, we don't hold stock in Bitcoin. We have some Bitcoins, but we don't own a piece of the company because there is no like company. It's not multi-level marketing right. if I uh, manage to get you into Bitcoins. Yeah, we're I not get getting a-, a spiff off of you buying some Bitcoins. We love the idea. We're not just backing it up because somebody's buying a sponsorship to have us promote Bitcoins. Bitcoins are actually useful, and they are money because people are using them as a medium of exchange. And I think that's uh, – we're going to get back to your phone calls here in a moment. But I think it's important to talk briefly about the idea of money without being interrupted. We had the last guy on and he kept interrupting when we tried to make a point. The, well, he's I, thought about it a lot, and he has a lot of ideas in this area. So, I mean – you know, he's, Well, his ideas are that the money that we have is bad. But that doesn't mean that money as an idea is a bad idea. It's necessary, as we gave with the example where he was you know, dumbfounded as far as what's he going to do about getting my chickens when he's only got coconuts and I don't want coconuts. Well, I guess we all have to go to uh, you know, trade with somebody else and get something that somebody else has and then maybe that other person will want what we've been trading for. Right. And then we money can... is a medium of exchange. Right. That's all. That's what money is. And the, the more effective money uh, does a better job at it. And we've seen money be uh, decimated with the ideas like the Federal Reserve note, this fiat currency where they can just print as many of them as they want. At least with gold and silver, there's a finite amount of them 
everyone out there, and so therefore they can hold their value as people are you know trading them here and there. Uh, but uh, you know, I I think that Bitcoin is more. I think Bitcoin's better than gold and silver because you don't you can transfer Bitcoins in an instant. You can transfer whatever divisible amount of a Bitcoin as you want to. You can point, you know, transfer point zero 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 one Bitcoin, and that's no problem. I so, think uh, gold and silver have the track record. I, I like Bitcoins. I'm I understand they have them. a track record, but I think that as a product, you, you compare one next to the other. Bitcoins have it. They've got what gold and silver doesn't don't have. They have the ability to transact business instantaneously. You don't have that with gold and silver over the internet. Over the internet or in person well, or standing in front of somebody. You can do a trans- transaction with gold and silver They've got that if you're too, standing though, in front of somebody. Right? But they, they can do, you can do both. And with, bit in, you know, with Bitcoin, uh, you're not having to weigh out gold. You don't have to weigh the silver. You don't have to worry, you know, oh, well, is this uh, real silver? Has it been you know, fool's gold? Counterfeiting is, is nigh impossible. So, right. I mean, there's a lot of real wins with, uh, with Bitcoin. Anyway, check it out. We use coins.org. Let's go back to you and your thoughts. Uh, let's talk to David, listening in San Francisco. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, David. Yeah, how are you? You know, I've been interested in this issue for years, and uh, I guess kind of the way I'd, I'd raise it in uh, in the way that previous caller had been discussing it, I look at it as money is supposed to reflect your reputation. And if you're a good carpenter, if you're a good uh, software programmer, if you're a good nuclear scientist, if you're a good ditch digger, your reputation is supposed to uh, precede you because people are going to admire your work. If you enjoy your work, if you uh, have a lot of satisfied clients or customers, uh, they're going to come back to you because you do a good job. Now, when somebody, if you put all your money in a bank and somebody robs that bank, hypothetically, they're, they're stealing your reputation. They're not just taking your money. They're taking your reputation. Because your reputation reflects all of these numbers. And so when you have a currency which can essentially work uh, on all sorts of transactions, whether it's crack dealing or, or uh, you know, grocery shopping, then your reputation can be stolen as easily as it can be uh, transferred. And so this whole idea of having a civilization, that a civilization... Um, requires uh, a certain amount of stability, that there's happiness in the homeland, that there's calm, there's uh, steadiness, uh, that there's regularity. Uh, These things get confounded when somebody steals everybody's reputation and then uh, uh, goes out into the world and stirs up a fight because uh, they don't want to get caught. Uh, And we can see this with uh, you know, basically the bigotry that's going on with the, the wars that, uh, you know, pitting Christians against uh, Muslims or pitting Jews against Muslims or, you know, Shinto against uh, Buddhists or something like that. Things that can't be proven uh, still can be uh, uh, charted out. And, you uh, you know, great wars have, have happened, uh, and and it's based upon things which... Uh, you, when a reputation can be bought and sold, uh, or 
where basically a reputation can be stolen. I I, I can't really say I agree with this uh, the the idea that money is reputation. The I foundational think, thesis, which is money is re- a reputation. I think that you know you could make an argument that money could reflect a good reputation, but you can still make money by doing bad things and by you know destroying people's lives. Look at the so, politicians. Yeah, so I don't think that's oh, really totally. accurate. I think your reputation only has to do with whether or not you honor your agreements and the amount of communication that people are able to have about whether or not you honor your agreements. But I thank you for your call tonight, David. I appreciate it. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever is on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. one 855 Four five zero three seven three three. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, consider Keene. Civil disobedience, politics, media, outreach, and social events. Keene has it all. Get connected with video, audio, our forum, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You're invited to take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 855-453-SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. With you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Inviting you online to freetalklive.com. Hey, if you like the show and you like what we're doing here on Free Talk Live, then we'd like it if you would support Free Talk Live. You can do that by going to become an amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. We made some changes recently to the AMP program. Uh, We raised the minimum contribution from $3 to $5, and it seems like that's gone pretty well. I did my first week's, uh, every week I kind of, sit down, I do some data entry, and I process the amplifiers, everybody that comes in and kind of check over the automation system, make sure it's working correctly and that somebody you know didn't fall through the cracks. Uh, so as I was sort of babysitting and, and checking over the AMP program this week, it was it was a pretty good week for AMP. Like it, I think we got more than we lost because every week somebody drops off and somebody else signs up, and this is kind of how it works. And It's, it's always nice to see more people coming in than, uh, than going in, in any given week. So, uh, so amp.freetalklive.com Coms where you can go to get behind the show for as little as five bucks a month. You know the price of a good cup of coffee. Uh, that's something that allows us to market our show and the ideas of liberty, therefore, to other radio stations around the country. We've got over 110 stations right now, and that means we have a lot of room to grow. We can still add a bunch of stations in a lot of markets that we're not heard in at all, and your AMP dollars can help us make that possible. It, it has been. It's The Free Talk Live Amplifier program is the reason, number one, why this program is making the impact that it is in the, the world of talk radio. Yeah, the AMP program has put us on more than 110 stations across the country. Right, so you can help with that and you'll get perks too like access to the amp only call in lines the amp only podcast amp only forum uh, the amp only podcast by the way doesn't have the regular podcast ads in it so again go to amp.freetalklive.com you can get signed up there and it makes a big difference for us so thank you in advance amp.freetalklive.com right to the phones to your thoughts jim is listening in daytona beach jim you're on free talk live uh yeah i had two questions for you okay um, one is about what i'm seeing online where there's a debit card associated with bitcoins, where you can use a debit card now. Well, I don't know that, if now is the right term, but soon they're okay. working on um, it. I saw I saw a page where you can order it, and I didn't know if that was legitimate or not because I had read some articles saying it was coming. But then I also found another page saying you can order it. 
uh, actually place your order for it. So I know you'd warned on your show in the past there are some scams, people that are not, you know, not the Bitcoin uh, individuals directly, but others, you know, running scams. And I saw that offer to actually purchase a Bitcoin debit card, and I, I just had never heard you guys mention that. Well, we certainly are not the arbiters of all things going on in the Bitcoin world. It's a big world out there. There are a lot of new services that are popping up all the time, and you're absolutely right. It's hard it's to know. buyer beware. It's hard you, to know what the scams are and what's not. You um, do need to be cautious. And, you know, not knowing in advance is one thing, but maybe keeping an eye out, watching what other people's experiences are, seeing what happens. Eventually, these different organizations will build some reputation for themselves, like the folks over at BitInstant.com. Right. I'm waiting for their card. It's coming out soon. They've been doing great work, and we've been talking about BitInstant for quite a while. They help people turn cash into Bitcoins. And at the bottom of their website right now is a pre-order form. So I don't know what you've seen or where you've seen. That's not the one I saw, but but, uh, I'll I'll probably wait for theirs. Now, the other question I had was, do you get a sense that people are purchasing Bitcoins to actually use as currency, or are they doing it as an investment? Because if I'm looking at this right... I'm looking at a chart here that shows literally over a three-year period that this has gone from essentially pennies per coin to now almost $13 for one Bitcoin. That's right, yeah. And that would have been one heck of an investment for somebody. Heck, uh, just a couple months ago, they were $10. I mean, they've gone up 25% in about two months' time. So uh, you're absolutely right. There are people doing all of the above, is the answer. So some people are using them actively. Uh, some people are holding on to them. And it just depends on you know what their motivations are. Yeah, as, as it becomes easier to use Bitcoins in more places, it's my understanding that uh, three of the top 25 websites in the world are looking at rolling out uh, Bitcoin buying options here within the next six months or so. I would imagine that would take the value of Bitcoin and drop kick it into the stratosphere. That's just a guess on my part. Um, you well, know, yeah, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Don't, don't take my don't don't take investment advice from uh, you know people on the radio. But uh, you know that, that's what that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, well, that's that's the, that's the part of it. I I see here maybe as the better opportunity, at least in the short run, is is maybe to make some money on just uh, the increase in value because uh, as as a stock goes, that looks like a pretty great stock. This chart I'm looking at it'd here. be a commodity. Yeah. Well, think about it from this perspective. Uh, You know that people are doing both, right? Because if people weren't using the Bitcoin actively, they wouldn't be as valuable. Uh, Because Bitcoin is valuable because it's useful. Like people can instantly transact business online and there's no fees and you don't have to go through banks and you don't have to, you know, there aren't these gatekeepers that we're so used to in the uh, the money system. Bitcoin's incredibly valuable. It's just, you know, distributed. It's uh, it's not centralized. And uh, it's pure open source. Right. And there's a huge black market uh, use for Bitcoin, which I think for for me really drove my understanding of, uh, because I understand the black market. It would. Uh, But, you know, when I heard that uh, the Silk Road was open, and I learned what the Silk Road was. Now, had I been a smart investor, I would have bought a bunch of bitcoins right when I realized how useful they were. But I didn't. I, you know, I'm not a good investor. I'm just a, you know, decent. Under, I have decent understanding of how the black market works. And so, just I think just on the strength of the black market alone, Bitcoin will survive. But then there's all those other legal products out there that you know bitcoins are useful for. And the more adoption it has within the the legal framework of products that are available in the uh, the open market, uh, the more useful it'll be. So it's an incredibly versatile tool that's allowing people to do things that they've really never been able to do before with money, and it's incredible. 
Well, thank you very much. You have a good hey, night. Hey, thanks, Jim. Appreciate your call and thoughts tonight. Yeah, certainly when that debit card is available, we're going to be telling you about it, the one from BitInstant.com. Uh, so we'll, I'm we'll, looking you know. forward to it. I'm going to make all my purchases with that debit card, or at least you know as many as I can. Let's go to Evan. He's on the line listening in Tupelo to WKMQ. Hey, Evan. Hey, how y'all doing? What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I've listened to y'all, I believe it's only twice that I've heard you it's been this week, and I agree with a lot of things you say. But uh, there's one thing I don't really agree with, and I wanted to see how y'all felt about this. Um, I think it was two days ago y'all were talking about if you're overwhelmingly going to lose in a certain state, if you're, say, a Democrat, it's going to be a big Republican state, that you're wasting your time by getting out and voting. Specifically for that um, for, for that position. Like, for instance, most of the time when you're going to vote, there's uh, quite a few people in whatever column you're going to vote in. So if you're going to vote R's and you're in um, New York State or city, for, for instance, New York City, if you're a Republican, I would just stay home on a, a voting day. But um, if you go out and, and you do vote, um, you know, chances are good that, it, it, you know, your vote isn't going to count. But if you're talking about the presidential election and you're not in one of the 12 or 10 uh, swing states that are out there, I, I frankly think that you should spend your time, uh, you know, walking your dog or playing with your kid. But, Mark, I mean, some local elections, uh, your vote right. could matter. I just made it clear right. that this was the presidential election I was talking about. Right. Well, I mean, okay, well, in the presidential well, election, though, there are other votes that you could go, go and do. I'm sorry. You're not in every district. You don't know what the votes are in every place. So I made it clear. Right. That's all that it takes. Okay. Go right ahead, sir. Well, so Calm the, down. The point I was going to make is that— Stick it. Sorry. Uh, and especially in, in a local election, if if you have a view of apathy, like my candidate's going to win or my candidate's going to lose, if you have enough people thinking that way, then it can definitely make a big difference. And, yep, and I, I would agree. equate it to, say, if I live on a certain street and— you know, if somebody litters, one person litters, not a big deal. But if everybody thinks, oh, not a big deal to litter, and everybody's littering on my street, then it turns into a big problem. Yep, I totally agree. So, the reason I was critiquing you, Mark, is because you made it sound like uh, that they should just stay home if they don't like the presidential election. And my point is, there may very well be a very important local election in which you, your vote might and, be worthwhile. And if you had been listening to what I said, I said I'm talking specifically about the presidential election. Right, and but if you said you stay in- home. If you live in a state where the presidential elections already decided, and frankly, but there are other ballots, so why you stay don't home? know what's yeah, going I'm, on in every yeah. district? Most if there are other ballots, then take else. that in consideration okay. when you're taking your making how your many, vote. How many places in the this country have just the presidential ticket on there? You, Zero. There are always local offices. There you are. Up there for you are. You're just making some kind of blanket statement. I right. have no idea. There are always local yeah, well, offices for elections. Specifically, I wasn't saying that either one of y'all were talking about a certain one. I was just talking about in general. I don't agree that you well, should think that so, your one vote doesn't mean anything because enough people think that way, it can but, make differences. But, but you can't control what other people state. think. You only control well, what you can no, think I'm and do. If, I'm just saying if people think that way. That's I, agree, magic. I agree with that. That's magic thinking, okay? The idea that if I take my butt to the polling, polling booth, that somehow that's going – and because I understand math and I take my butt to the polling booth anyway, and that that's going to somehow change someone else's opinion is magic thinking. I don't think he's saying that, Mark. I think you're miscommunicating no, with Evan. Not. Evan, I thank you for the call tonight. I really appreciate hearing uh, from you. I agree with you, by the way. I think, I think people should go out and participate in their local elections if there's somebody worth voting for. If it's a bunch of scumbags, then, then stay home. But if there's actually somebody – they are voting for politicians, Ian. Thank, thank you, Evan. If there is somebody out there who loves liberty on the ballot and you know that they're principled, then that's, to me, that's worth the uh, the trip. We're coming up. 855-453. Hour three's next. Why did you move to the Shire? 
I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do. I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me, like, do this right now. I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be. Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it. The people here are awesome, loving, and positive. It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here. And I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that. Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration and learn the reasons why, if you love liberty, you should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com. This is Free Talk Live. Toll-free numbers, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy all the features we give to you there. Once again, freetalklive.com as we launch here into the third hour with you tonight. It's Ian. And Mark. Uh, once again, you can join us uh, at, uh, on the phones. You can bring up anything that you want. That's the point of this radio program. I still didn't tell the Obama campaigner story. Uh, I can do that, uh, but we've got your calls to go to first here. An Obama campaigner dropped by uh, the studio today, and I thought it was kind of interesting what transpired. But let's go to the phones first. And lady listeners come first, so let's go to Polly listening in West Virginia to WVTS. Hey, Polly. Hey. Hey, what's on your mind? Um, well, I was listening to your show a little bit earlier on my way home, and it was this guy, and he was talking about how our rights and freedom and all that. And my grandfather had a saying. He said, my rights stop where your rights begin. Yep. And I agree with you that what we do to our bodies, that's what we do. That, that's what you, the person, does. Yeah, so, people that believe that they have control, that they own your body in whatever manner that they believe yeah. they own it, have all kinds of different ways that they uh, that they control you. And they, they have these uh, sort of ethereal things. Like in his case, he didn't like naked people. And um, well, videos of naked people naked. doing whatever naked people uh, might, might do. And he was convinced that that whatever way, quantifiable way, was going to harm families or harm individuals, that kind of thing. Addiction harms families. But For that's sure. still somebody doing something to themselves. See what I mean? Sure. I mean, absolutely. You know, it's it would be it'd be a terrible thing if I went out and got myself addicted to something right now because that wasn't the deal that I made with my wife. And, I, you know, I wouldn't be taking care of my kid or whatever um, would would be the consequences there. But she would probably pick up and leave and take my kid with me and probably everything I own. And and those consequences are sufficient. It's not necessary yeah. to worsen that situation by then taking you, Mark, and at, with your addiction, putting you in a jail cell, and then trying to explain that that's somehow going to make life better for you. That'll fix everything. Mm-hmm. No. But if people basically, first of all, calm down, and I'm an atheist, I think religion has no place, no place in any sort of government. 
because then you get stuff like what they're trying to do right now. You know, oh, I don't agree with you, and I don't like that you go against my beliefs, so I'm going to enforce my will on all these different kinds of people. We're going to bomb you until you believe like we do. Or even we're not going to let you marry because we don't agree with you. Ridiculous. I share your concerns, Polly. I'm not an atheist, but I used to be one, and uh, and I can definitely empathize with you. And I appreciate your call. Although, what I would say is that not only should government not excuse me, not only should religion not be involved in government, but we shouldn't have uh, the state as we know of it today. We should not even have the idea of a coercive apparatus, this one size fits all monopoly solution that only encourages people who want to control others to attempt to do so. I think that uh, you know, religious folks should be able to have their religion. Atheists should be able to have their atheism. And everybody should be able to just get along without trying to force everybody's uh, view on other people. And I think that uh, you'd agree with me. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. Tori is on the line listening in Madison to the Mike 92.1 WXXM. Hi. I was just listening when you were talking about whether or not a vote would matter in a huge election like a presidential race. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually just out campaigning for Obama. Oh, you were? Um, driving home, yeah. And, you know, I actually brought up this point with somebody voting third party that I was speaking to today. Ralph Nader in Florida got 100,000 votes, and Gore lost by 600. It's my understanding yeah, that five... That five hundred, that five people uh, got as many votes as um, you know that it would have taken for Gore to win in Florida. So it's not just Ralph Nader; um, it was you know several other people. If you could have you know stuck a gun to those people's head and got them to vote for Al Gore, then you know he would have won. I actually, you know, since you called in, you're an Obama campaigner today. I think that that you know. <laughs> I have to ask you some questions because the Obama campaigner showed up today at my door and uh, I had to t- I just had to talk to him because I just can't understand why people who, uh, you know, ostensibly would have been against the war, uh, for instance, would continue to support this man after he has uh, broken his promises and has continued war warmongering and has, uh, you know, continued with Guantanamo Bay, among other things. Uh, forget about the whole open government thing. That's that was nonsense. So I ended up talking to this guy and he actually admitted that uh, he didn't like the uh, the idea of drones and he kind of had some thoughts about drones that he shared with me and I just can't understand why somebody that would be opposed to drones and killing innocent people would go out and campaign for a man who wants to kill innocent people well you know I'm not as um, blind as a lot of the Obama followers were I, I'm a realist I live in the real world, and, you know, government is what it is. I think Obama made a lot of promises he didn't understand that he couldn't keep. And, you know, for me, personally, for me, it's medical marijuana, because he promised not to go um, attack states. But he did. Yeah, he did. Why do you think he couldn't keep that? I mean, I'll I'll give you— I think there's a bigger plan. You know, I don't believe that he's as powerful and as almighty as he thought he would be or that the general regular person thinks he is. Are you suggesting that there's some shadowy figure behind the scenes that's uh, controlling him like a puppet? No, I think, well, personally, I think that the federal government is going to plan on legalizing it within the next five to ten years, and then, but they're going to have a monopoly um, marijuana, and they're going to go through and shut down the private businesses so that they have um, total control. 
or, you know, um, cultivation, taxation. That's my personal feeling on marijuana. That's quite the, it's quite the interesting theory. It's highly uh, speculative. It, it certainly is. And I, I have to say, I'm, you know, I'm disappointed that you, you know, you, I, I think, Mark, you should re-ask your question. You were going to give her something, but then hold right. her. Well, I'll be- say that Barack Obama probably couldn't shut down Guantanamo just because he can't do it. But I'm certain that if he wanted to stop the war on medical marijuana, that he could do that tomorrow. He could say, listen, I'm going to I'm going to fire everybody in the DEA if you go in and do one more of these things. And he, as the chief executive, could fire their butts in a minute. And then he could say, look, hold on. We're putting the troops back on anything that smokes and sending them back to the United States from 130 nations around the world. Why can't he do those? Well, I don't. I think that there are bigger power players at at play. And personally, for me, like the reason I'm still in it for him is because I'm a nurse. And what matters to me as a nurse, as a mom, as a student, is the things that he is. I believe he's able to, you know, create universal health care. Um, I believe he's, he's not going to create universal health care. He's just made a mandate to buy insurance. Um, but you know what? If I lose my job. Um, I have about five pre-existing conditions, and I have four children. Thanks to President Obama, I don't have to worry about going bankrupt. I don't have to worry about my kids not getting their medication. You do have to worry about worry going to prison. Into the you do have to worry about going to prison if you don't pay for the insurance that he wants you to have, because the IRS is going to enforce that's, that. That's fear-mongering. What? That's fear-mongering. You don't think the IRS sends people to prison? Well, of course they do, but there's okay. going to be too many people to put in prison. Oh, I, I'm supposed to rely on the government's numbers? There's too many people smoking pot. They're sure putting people in prison for it. Right, but they do that. Pot is a whole other issue. with the Right, and, and so the fact that the this guy, when he was asked, by the way, I don't know if you remember this, but when Obama got into office, they made a big deal about how techno uh, his campaign was and how techno his uh, his administration would be. So they had this online, uh, ask him a question, ask Obama a question, and the most asked oh, questions will uh, will be asked of him. And do you know what the number That's one question was? Pot. It was about pot. Remember what his answer was? Yeah. No, I don't think he gave one. His answer was basically, screw you. We're going to keep arresting you, you pot smokers. Even though I was a pot head during my uh, high school and college years, I'm better yeah. than you are, and I'm in charge, and we own you, so screw off. I mean, it's got to be really difficult to campaign for somebody like that. I wish you the best, and I thank you for the call, uh, Tori. 855-450-FREE. He's taking he care wants of to my lock ki- you up. He's, he's taking care of my kids, but screw all those foreign kids that he's killing. Right. one 855 free Unless, of course, your kid grows up and smokes some pot, in which case then he'll take your kid to a jail cell. That's really cool. Oh, you won't Great be guy. One eight five five four fifty three. It's free talk live. You can share your thoughts. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll free. We're here live with you, by the way. It's the live Saturday edition of the show. We do it seven nights a week. Plenty of time for you to get your thoughts on the air. 21 whole hours per week we do this radio program. So if you don't get in tonight for some reason, Mark will be here tomorrow night with a live Sunday edition with Stephanie. 
Uh, so 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. 1-855-450-3733. And we've got news updates. You can sign up over at news.freetalklive.com. You'll be kept in the loop with what's going on with the latest on Free Talk Live. Uh, via email, that's the main old-school way to get the information. But we also have Twitter and Facebook now, which means you'll follow, if you follow us on Twitter and Facebook, you'll get more than just the news. We'll post that there, but you'll also get updates during the show, questions, observations, interaction, you know, opportunities to interact online. Uh, go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up for whatever it is that floats your boat. That's news.freetalklive.com. It's all free. If you're looking for camping, hunting, survival, shooting gear, whatever it is for the outdoor enthusiasts in your life, whether it's you or someone you love, manventureoutpost.com has the name brands and they have them at the lowest prices. When I say the lowest prices, yeah, it's the lowest prices. Before you buy anything, be it online or in real life, uh, you know, for the outdoors enthusiast, go to manventureoutpost.com because I think you're going to be surprised at the rates that you find there. I found everything that uh, I've looked at has always been the lowest at manventureoutpost.com, whether it's knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment, whatever it is, Camp, you know, tents, obviously, all the camping gear. Manventureoutpost.com has it. They're a family business. They're members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau. In fact, you can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. That's FTLs in free talk live. FTL at manventureoutpost.com. All right, let's continue with you and your thoughts. Going to the phones and Vinny listening in Mississippi to XM's Extreme Talk. Hey, Vinny. Vinny. How's it going? Uh, hey, what's I'll on your mind? You, uh, uh, you were talking about Guantanamo Bay and the uh, insurance uh, deal. But uh, you have to understand, we don't work. We don't live in a dictatorship. He makes make a suggestion, then it's got to come through Congress and the Senate. Nope, that's not true. Not when you're talking about him controlling the military troops. He can pull them anywhere yeah, he wants the, to. He's the commander in chief. He can well, move every let me, military. Let me explain that situation. Hold up. Uh, he, he can very well expose more of our troops to death and, and killing other people, or he can uh, use precision strikes with drones. Less people, less money. Um, how about we just stop killing innocent people around the world and we, stop? We, we have to. We have. We, we, it's a process. You don't I should. I should clarify. I'm not killing any innocent people, and hopefully neither are you. But no, no, it's not a process. It's the process it of getting process. on the plane and leaving. That's the only process that's necessary well, if you, know you actually mean it that you want to end the war. But he didn't mean it. He wants to continue war. It's okay, man. Just embrace no, it. Say you like to well, kill people around the world. Well, look, we have troops exposed already. We have people. We've been when people that so unexposed them, have them leave. That'll solve that problem. Well, that's what it's a process. You just can't just. How many years does it take? How many years does it take? I I don't know, but you don't just just back out. Yeah, you do. If that's what you want to do, you just back out. Exactly. Why not? Because you're leaving yourself exposed to more damage. What? What kind of? Explain to me. Explain to me what kind of damage you're going to re- the United citizens of the United States, individuals like myself, are going to receive if the United States pulls troops out of 131 UN member states that they're in and more than a thousand military. People out. We're talking well, about Afghanistan. He didn't propose that, Mark. He didn't propose to pull all okay. the troops home. He only proposed uh, Afghanistan. He and never Iraq. proposed Afghanistan. Or Iraq, rather. Iraq. Right. Uh, right. And and it's a process. You just don't you don't you don't pull your troops out. Yeah, that's nonsense. That's just that's just an apology. You're you're making apologies for violence and the long drawn out bureaucracy that is the U.S. federal government. But I know as a man, as a responsibility, just like you are. You, you you turn your lights on or, or, or not. If you don't pay your bill, if you don't do your bill, you, you, you expose. So that's, that's where it's a 
what bill? Don't pull everybody out. What bill is the United States paying by putting uh, its troops, uh, keeping Loss its troops? Loss of in? life. That's what? the bill that you'll, you'll be paying. Loss of life. Do you leave leave people with, in a condition that's worse than they they, they were in? The then Afghani's. You, you're exposing yourself. So you're saying so, Afghani's? Yes, Afghanistan. Don't you right. think that some of the individuals in Afghanistan likely dislike the United States because absolutely I, because absolutely. they've that's hurt? Why, that's why he's trying to get them in a position where they can take care of themselves. Weren't they doing once fine they're taking before? care of themselves? Maybe they'll hate the United States because well, the United it, States it, came it, over it, there and killed their family. I'll show you a perfect example of Obama's administration, Libya. That's what that's what he, he that's what he, that, that's what he would like to do. But he came into a situation where Afghanistan was already in progress. It's the, the oh, he's been handed the mess by George Bush, and he just can't clean it up. It's just such a process uh, to just get absolutely. people to leave. Absolutely. I know, I know that's a terrible thing to say, that he got to clean up behind somebody else. You don't want to hear him because it's been four years. But you understand, he ate, uh, George Bush had eight years. But see, what, what I'm trying to tell you is this. Libya was a perfect example of problems that happened in another country. And what did he do? He stepped out and let Libyans take care of their own business. He and stepped was, out? <laughs> but he stepped in in the first place. I mean, Libyans didn't take care of their like, own business. Like I just said, that would be the optimal uh, opportunity for you, the country, to take care of itself and, and, and not expose the American to uh, death and destruction. That would be the, that, that's the optimal. Well, that's the situation that's, that, that, that's beautiful right so, there. But Barack Obama and his administration did pick size the Libya, Libyan situation and did no, commit did troops. No, they did, and, not, they did not pick size. What? No, they did not. Apparently no, you were watching not. different news than I was because they darn well, sure they, put no, air support in the air. Size. He did not pick size. Well, why, why are they not trying to come after us then? Who's, who, uh, who's trying to come after us? That was a civil war. Yeah, I would agree with you. And that's what it was, and they're taking care of their business. That's why things are going on like So why was the United States involved in their business, along with Great Britain and France? Right. That was a true coalition of, of making it a fair but opportunity for the people. I don't care about coalitions. As far as I'm concerned, governments are groups of thieves and liars, and I don't care how many thieves and liars well, get see, together. That's what I'm saying. But you know what? We're in the world that we live with government. You know what you got to do? You got to live within your government. Just, no thanks. Fear. I'll pass on that. I don't have to. You can demonize. How many of your? Uh, how Hold many? On. Of... I want to hear who I'm demonizing. Go ahead. You're demonizing government. You're saying that the government. I'm demonizing anybody who uses violence to solve their problems. The fact is, the United States had no business, not one bit of business in Libya, and didn't have any business in Afghanistan, and didn't have any business in Iraq. He didn't hear words you were saying. I know that. To, who is he talking to? Iran? But what, what is the what is the Republican saying? Let's kill him. Let's uh, kill him. What, what are they oh, saying? Now it's the lesser of two evils situation. No, thank you. No, I'm not going to vote for either of these guys. They don't listen to evil. As far as I'm concerned, they don't listen to evil. You just got to get in time to do what you need to do. I mean, we've been, we've been we don't need to do anything like that, man. What you need to do is leave people the hell alone. Vinny, 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 do you have any? Do you know anybody who's been arrested for marijuana possession? I'm just curious. And you talk about marijuana. What does that got to do with that? I don't know. I'm just asking you. Do you do you do you know anybody who's been arrested for marijuana possession? Yeah, I know. I got people. Government's all in your in your business. I don't think they have no business in none of your personal business. Well, great. So why are you supporting somebody who wants to continue the war on drugs? You know what? You know what I'm saying. So what you want to do? Just stand up and say, I'm 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 gonna just. Uh, uh, let's talk, do whatever you want to. See, we're living in a world that 
You gotta have government. No thanks. Thanks for the call, Vinny. You know, you have you can have all the government you want. I'll pass. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. I agree that humans need government, but that we don't need we don't need to use force on each other like this. Well, that's how government works today, Mark. If you want to have a uh, non-forceful government, I'd be in support of that. Just show it to me when you get it. Uh, 855-450-FREE. Free Talk Live. You take control. Bring and put you on. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love. But make sure you give five bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. The number is 855-453. And we are here live for the Saturday edition of the show. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Inviting you online to freetalklive.com. We've got a mobile site for those of you with a smartphone. If you'd like quick access to our live streams, uh, we've got the broadband, the mid-band, and the narrowband version of the show. Now, those are different bit rates, so broadband is 64K. That's perfect for any high-speed internet connection. But maybe you're in a data-limited, restricted area. Maybe your phone, you've hit the data cap, uh, and they're restricting the, uh, the, you know, the, the downstream that you have. Or you're, maybe you're just in a, a bad coverage area, and you just can't get good, a good connection. That's why we've got those lower bandwidth streams. So if you need to, you can switch to 32K or, or 16K. But let's just say you're out in the middle of nowhere, and you've got no data whatsoever. Well, as long as you've got a phone connection, you can listen to Free Talk Live. If you go to m.freetalklive.com, although I guess you can't do that if you have a data if you don't have a data connection, but the phone number's there. So if you go while you have a data connection, the phone number for our listen lines is there on that site. Punch that number into your phone, save it as an entry to where you can pull up Free Talk Live anywhere you are. It's a phone number that you know, you can just call with any phone that can dial long distance, as long as you know what your long distance plan is. Make sure you know what you're doing before you get into that. Um, we don't want anybody going broke. Right. Uh, as though anybody pays long distance. There must still be somebody out there that's there paying long are, distance. Yes. Uh, so you, you put that number in your phone, and then Free Talk Live is there at your fingertips no matter where you are. As long as you've got a phone, you can dial us up and listen that way around the clock, 24-7. Go to m.freetalklive.com to learn more. That's m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. Let's go right back into your phone calls. Ladies first, Cindy, listening in Miami Beach. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Yeah, Ian Mark. Yeah, Hi, Cindy. I'm just calling about the gentleman who just called. I just want to say, I think he was using talking points, in my opinion, because the current way of justifying drones is they're surgical, and that particularly got my ball there. You know, uh, I think that they're not surgical because uh, there's collateral damage, and I think he should uh, check out, you know, antiwar.com and uh, Code Pink and Ray McGovern and all the, you know, hundreds of people that are documenting the fact that, uh, it's just like in Pakistan. These drones are killing people, and people go to uh, save their loved ones, and they they can't. So the people are lying, and they're half alive and half dead. Well, let's you know. I think you make a good point. But what about this? Let's say they do make a surgical strike, but oops, 
Looks like the surgical strike was made against a wedding party. Oh, whoops. The surgical strike was made against a, a manufacturer of uh, medications. Right. Whoops. At no the point. surgical strike was made against a 16-year-old boy. Right. Now, we don't have any idea who they're flying drones against. And I'd say that there are mistakes being made. Anybody who doesn't believe a snake's mistakes are being made doesn't understand what humans are like and doesn't understand the lack of culpability that the government has. If the government flies a drone and manages to kill a family um, out there, you know, doing whatever because they're a they think there's some terrorists there's no responsibility for that nobody goes to prison exactly another another point i wanted to tell you is that i think that afghanistan it's not al-qaeda that's taliban and what you keep talking about terrorists terrorists they are doing night raids on innocent people and freedom fighters their country i don't know what what the, because they begrudgingly allowed Osama bin Laden to be in the country. They were about. They almost kicked him out. Well, they offered. Um, they, well, Omar almost kicked him out, and uh, it's documented. Right. Oh, they they, they offered. The they offered Osama bin Laden to the Bush administration if the trial could be held in Saudi Arabia. I mean, for God's sakes, they offered him up for trial and said, "Nope, that's not good enough. Going to bomb you." <laughs> Cindy, you gave a great resource out to folks. I think it's worth reiterating. Antiwar.com, great website. That's and, of course, anybody that supports Barack Obama will not want to visit antiwar.com because it might show them uh, who he really is. Right. The Democrats were all anti-war when Bush was in office. Oh, these terrible, terrible wars. But once you get a Democrat in office, suddenly, oh, well, there's nothing we can do about it. We've got it's to It's a kill- process, Mark. Yeah. It's a process. <laughs> it's a process that's the longest war in the U.S. history. Thanks, Cindy. Appreciate your call and thoughts. 855-450-FREE. Let's go to Joe listening in Myrtle Beach. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live listening to WRNN. Hi, guys. How you doing? It's, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, I've got a whole bunch on my mind. But, uh, Pick one. I want to clear up a few things about uh, uh, the talk shows, especially from last week. You know, everybody was hollering about the 47%. I'm one of them. I'm All right. Hold on. Obama what's this 47% Obama? thing? I am totally in the dark. <laughs> uh, where uh, Romney was commented on the 40, 47% of... Americans won't vote for him because they're dependent on government. I'm one of them, but I'm going to vote for Romney because I am so sick of them damn Democrats. Well, did you ever vote for a Democrat? Unfortunately, yes, I did. So when did you do that? Long time ago. Okay, so I, you know, I, it's not like you're switching from from Obama last year to, or la, last term to uh, Romney this term. I mean, oh no, 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 no. Well, I don't worry, Romney's not going to get rid of the welfare state either. No, he's not. But I just <laughs> want a job. <laughs> I haven't worked since Obama took office. Yeah. Well, is know. it that bad? I mean, that you can't get a job at like McDonald's or something like that. Oh, I'm too old for that. What does that mean? mean they won't hire you. Oh, yes. And besides that, well, I've never worked in fast food. I'm in construction business. Oh, I see. So you're too good for uh, the fast food jobs. No, not really at all. I've just never done it, and I I don't want to. So you don't want to learn anything new then. So it has nothing to do with who's in political office. Not, Not at all. I've graduated as a machinist, and I got out of that. I really didn't like it that well. But uh, but you're fine right now being unemployed, right? Like working's not that interesting no, to you. To where you wish I was employed. Not that, that much. You don't wish that hard because it sounds like you'd be you're not willing to go out and take what's available. 
Yo hubiese hecho. I've taken jobs for less money than I made. You mean within construction? Yes. Okay. You're not understanding what I'm saying. You're claiming you can't find work. What you mean to say is, I can't find work in the area in which I'd like to work. Oh, woe is me. I feel so bad for you that you can't find work. There's jobs out there. You just don't want them. Every job I can get. Every construction job. Every Um, construction job. You're not willing to work in fast food. I don't want to work in fast food. Then don't don't tell me there's no jobs out there, dude. I would be fat if in fast food. (laughs) I understand your concerns, uh, but I I think that it's nonsense to say there's no jobs. I've got a lot more to talk about. On the... We'll give you one more. Go the ahead. The Benghazi thing. You know, they, the, I've, what I heard through the talk radio shows was that there was one but 30 viewers at the time of the attack. Viewers? Are you gone? I'm, nope, I'm trying, right to, trying to figure out what a viewer is. Uh, sorry, listeners. Listeners? The... the, the video that supposedly spawned the attack in Benghazi. Okay. Oh, there were only 30 there views on the video. 30 views at the time. Are we talking the about the, Mus- innocence the, the, the Innocence video? of Muslims video? I, I don't know how yeah, one would yeah. well, hold on a second. prove that statement. Okay, yeah, you can't prove that because the Innocence no, of Muslims video I, 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 that ostensibly was upsetting people in the Middle East was translated. Are you talking about the translated version had 30 views or the English version? I don't know. I That's an important uh, important point to ask too. about. And I, thank you, Joe. You know, if you've got a lot of free time on your hands, you should research these things. Thanks for the call. Oh, God. Sitting around uh, collecting unemployment checks for four jerk. years. one 450 free the SACL CAI toll-free line. No, what happened with that movie, ostensibly, was that, yeah, it hadn't gotten very many views on YouTube, the Innocence of Muslims trailer, but somebody allegedly took that trailer, translated it into Arabic, and then that is what allegedly blew it up into an insanely uh, popular slash unpopular thing over there. So you can't find a job, but then again, you're not really willing to look in areas in which you aren't willing to work. And uh, it's hard to feel sorry for for somebody like that. Yeah, I, I can't. I haven't been unemployed during this most recent downturn. No, but you were I've, within the last decade, and you went out and drove a damn cab. I did. I did drive a cab, and you know, I'm happy for the money that I made. Right when you would probably would have preferred a much more glamorous position. It really, really stunk. But you did it. Eight five five four fifty three one eight five five four five zero three seven three three. I got respect for that. Sitting around doing nothing just because you can't get the perfect job that you want? Please. More coming up. You take control. Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Franks, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Enough time for you. If you're on the lines, we'll do our best to get you in here. If you're not on the lines, don't bother calling tonight because uh, we're loaded up with uh, with calls here in the remaining moments. But we do it again tomorrow night, That's 7 right. p.m. to 10 p.m. 
Seven nights a week. Eastern, Eastern time. time. Uh, 7 to 10 Eastern all every single night. Uh, we, are, we are here for you in one form or another, uh, meaning uh, Mark's here six days a week. I'm here six days a week. We kind of cross over between the two of us. We manage to get every single day uh, covered. So uh, 855-450-FREE and our wonderful co-hosts that also appear with us uh, during the week and Sunday nights. Thanks to them. Yes, indeed. And uh, so you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. We've got a lot of them there. And if you like the show and you like the features on the website, you like the fact that it's all free, then you can shop with us. Just go to shop.freetalklive.com. That will bring you to a page on which you will find links for different vendors. We've got links to uh, places like Newegg, for instance, if you need to get some computer parts, but also Amazon. That's the most important. The Amazon links are the most important links on there because, well, first of all, we get the most from the Amazon links than anything else on that page. Uh, So if you've got something to buy and you can find it on Amazon, go ahead and pick it up. Probably you're going to get a great deal. They've got a huge selection, great uh, free Super Saver shipping deals. It's Amazon. It's the same Amazon you're used to. You're just entering through our links, meaning that uh, they're knowing you're coming from us and therefore uh, we get a percentage of the sale. Otherwise, Amazon would take all that money for themselves. So if you enter through our links at shop.freetalklive.com, we get a cut of it. They'll share. So, yeah, it's a great way for you to get the stuff you're looking for online, to get a great deal delivered to your door, and help Free Talk Live at the same time. To the phones and to your thoughts. Ladies first, we go to Judy listening in Arizona to XM's Extreme Talk. Hey, Judy. Hey. Hey. Um, I've only listened to your show a couple times because it's not generally on at a time that's convenient for me. But um, We I have a website that makes that easier, by the way, freetalklive.com. You can get us anytime you want. But go ahead with your thoughts. Okay. Um, I'm definitely pro-liberty. Oh, excellent. Um, I have in the past been, I guess what I'd call ultra-conservative, but I've come become more liberal over the years and then more libertarian. But I've never really contemplated the concept of no war. Until just recently, because, I mean, it's been so much part of our civilization. Mm. So, um, you know, and I'm not playing devil's advocate here. I'm genuinely interested in what our country would be like if we didn't engage in war. I know for one thing, we have a lot more money. Yes, for sure. That's that's a good one. um, A lot more people would be alive, too. Probably a lot like Switzerland. That's true, yeah. And not only that, uh, a lot of the people who are currently in the military would also be returned to productive roles in the economy. So not only would we have more money, but the economy would be better off from a a different perspective in that instead of uh, wasting away their lives killing uh, brown people over in the Middle East, these people could be doing whatever it is that actually interests them unless they're psychopaths and they want to kill people. But the rest of them, you know, going uh, working at an auto shop or opening their own business, cutting hair, who knows, whatever it is they're interested in, they could follow that vocation instead of going off. Okay. And doing war. Okay, aside from the military, what uh, what happens like on 9-11? What do we do when we are attacked on our homeland? What about, um, you know, December 1941? What good good questions. There's two big two big issues there. Let's separate the two. 9-11 probably would never have happened had the wars not been going on. Or the occupations. Uh, or, yeah, the, what was going on over in the Middle East. Also, uh, the uh, no, you mentioned Pearl Harbor. Uh, that would not have likely have happened had it not been for the U.S. federal government meddling with the Japanese and blocking their oil shipments. The embargo. It's all you have uh, to do is go take a look for the uh, – search online for the McCullough 
memo. I thought it was McCollum. McCollum? Okay. Well, McCollum memo. And you will find that the, the Franklin Delano Roosevelt administration was looking for a way in order to get into war with uh, Japan. And they were clearly aware of these points that were made in the McCollum memo. And it's just, you know, I, I mean, that that's what was trying to be done. We need to, how do we get attacked? But ultimately, let's just say, let's okay, let's eliminate, yeah, let's, let's, we, uh, let's, let's know, eliminate the historical perspective Judy, hang on one second. I want to answer your question rather than dodging it with, well, it should be this way. Because let's just say an attack happens. Let's say we have a peaceful country without a military meddling in other countries. Let's say we're not, you know, there's no blockading going on, any of that stuff. And then out of the blue, some, you know, some government comes and just attacks. That's, you know, the question is, what do you do then, right? Right, because they want what we have. Okay, so. they want our resources or they want to. You know, stamp out democracy, whatever. The so here's the, here's the answer, uh, and that is that each individual does what they think is best. And that might mean that some people decide they don't want to do anything, and that's fine. That's, that should be their freedom to make that choice. But that also might mean that some people want to join up with uh, some sort of fighting force and, uh, and or hire people, for instance, perhaps mercenaries, to go and do their bidding in whatever conflict it is that they think is relevant to have. But ultimately, I say let the market decide how defense uh, provide defense services should be provided, not some centralized, inefficient, wasteful, and uh, terrible government bureaucracy that we're saddled with today. Seems to be working for the Afghanis. Okay. Um, say we're attacked. We get together an army and train them, and we secure airplanes and ships and... Um Retaliate or protect ourselves? I'm, for instance, not interested in retaliation. Like, see, that's just it. I don't want to. I don't want to talk like we because we might not have the same values. So I'm not interested in retaliation. I'm interested in peace. Okay. I'm not going to jump okay. on board with raising money to go and retaliate. But there are people out there that love bombs and and tanks and guns and ships and things like that. And those people could have already had their little militia and they could have their you know ships and things like that. And they could be ready to go at a moment's notice. They would just have to be funded by the people. People that are interested in that sort of thing, of which I am not one. So I would not be funding those people. I'm not interested in that. I don't fund the federal government today, and I uh, certainly wouldn't fund uh, warmongering efforts uh, at another point. But I'm not against defense. I'm not against people, you know, if somebody comes into your home or your land to pick up an arm and to defend yourself, defend your family. I think that's really all we really ultimately need is people willing to defend their own homes. And that's one of the reasons why you don't have people attacking this country is because there are millions of hundreds of millions of guns in this country and people willing to use them to defend themselves. Yeah, so. y- Yamamoto said that there would be a gun if they if they attacked the United States mainland during uh, the World War II, that there would be a, a rifle behind every blade of grass if they were to invade the United States. It's an excellent thought experiment, uh, Judy, and I also come from your perspective. I used to think, of, you know, I used to even consider joining the military now. It would never even cross my mind. So call us again. We can talk further. I appreciate the call tonight. Let's continue here. We've got Charles listening in Kentucky. You're on Free Talk Live, Charles. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, I think you're listening to WSFE up there in Somerset. Yeah, I was calling, man. Uh, the guy that called about the no job uh, and the guy with the government, they people think like that are complete idiots. For one, there's jobs out there. It may not be the job you want. Right now, I have a job that I don't even like, but I do it because I have to work. Got a family. Need to take care well, of Well, apparently you don't have to. You home. could just collect some money from the government like that one guy. 
Oh yeah, I know that's that's the problem, and that's one of the reasons why we're yeah. in the deficit we're in because I, people like that. I want to say thank you for doing that work. You know, I know what it's like. I took that job as a taxi driver for months um, because I was in between radio gigs, and it was tough work. And I know what it's like getting up, not wanting to do that job, and I know that it's hard. But this is what built this country: is a bunch of people who went out there and took jobs that they didn't want to necessarily do in order to make a better life for their kids. And I personally thank you for doing it. Oh, yeah, man. It has to be done. Uh, that's the only way you uh, pass on something to your kids the right way. You know, it's not sit at home and collect from the government, right. depend on the government, is to, you know, instill on them actual values and morals, you know. to that Right now it might be tough. You might not like it, but you got to get out there and do it and suck it up. Yeah, and there's nobody you can blame other than yourself to sit back and say, oh, it's all Obama's fault that I can't find a job that I like. <laughs> Very much. Uh, most people like that are weak-minded and, you know, they just, they're, they're setting their way that I want to work construction. Well, you know what? That might not be it. Work at McDonald's for a little bit, yeah. and then a job may come around. But Charles, thanks home. for the call and the thoughts, man. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. No, Let's no go problem, to Dave man. listening in uh, Yakima, Washington, to KUSA. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. The last two times I've called you and been on the air, actually, I've tried to explain to you the reason the Philippine Senate voted down the U.S. military base treaty in 1992 ordering the dismantlement of Subic Bay Naval Base and Clark Air Force Base. Is this the uh, the one with the, the kids that were having, or there was like a, a prostitutes outside of the, the naval base, that thing? Uh, an organized crime gang mm-hmm. comprised of U.S. Air Force Right. Well, then another guy called in to disagree with you who actually worked on the base. So what's your point tonight? Uh, the reason they rioted in the streets and the Philippine Senate became involved in this in order to dismantlement of the bases. I know you're living in the past of, uh, of your experience, but do you have anything else that you want to talk about, or are you just going to call on the same topic every time you call? This behavior of United States troops worldwide, particularly sodomy, which is a U.S. government policy. State <laughs> Thanks policy. for the call. Let's talk to Tim. Hey, I don't support the troops being out in the world either, but I don't think they're all sodomizing people. Uh, Tim, you've got 10 seconds. Sorry for the short trip. Go ahead. Hey, uh, you know, hey, I'm, I'm all on the uh, employment. You know, I'm glad people are taking jobs. Uh, you know, who knows their story, but, um, you know, I turned down a lot of jobs. I'd love uh, to hear your story you know, tomorrow kind of- night, 7 o'clock Eastern time. You can call in right out the gate, and we'll get you on to start the show. Tim, thanks for the call tonight. We'll see you tomorrow online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. It's Change Your Words, Change Your Life. A daily minute program to help you understand the power of every word you speak. Here's New York Times bestselling author, Joyce Meyer. You know, our words belong to us and we must be responsible for how we use them. And they can produce life or death for us and for all who hear them. They are a gift from God and when used properly, they are one of our greatest assets. Most of us probably spent many years, if not our entire lives, simply talking without even thinking about what we're saying. Some people say, well, I'm the type of person who just speaks my mind. But that does not make the person wise or pleasant to be with. If you use your words wisely, then I congratulate you. But if you don't, then I urge you to begin asking God to help you and start making changes right away. The more you improve the way you talk, the more your life will improve. For Change Your Words, Change Your Life, I'm Joyce Meyer. For more information and insight on how you can change your words and change your life, please visit Joyce Meyer, spelled M-E-Y-E-R, dot O-R-G. The words we speak can affect our lives in positive and negative ways. 
in her new book, Change Your Words, Change Your Life. Best-selling author and internationally acclaimed teacher Joyce Meyer examines the power of words that convey our thoughts and emotions. She discusses how our words can increase or decrease our level of joy and how they can have a positive or negative effect on our future. Change Your Words, Change Your Life, the latest book from New York Times best-selling author Joyce Meyer, is available wherever books are sold.